Yo, 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 skirt bag. What is up, uh, little man? Dude, how did I just get, how did I just get heartburn from a protein shake, dude? I, I don't know. Or, I don't know. Uh, I don't know if that was heartburn or just like went down too fast, but it's like, you know, when I you think it went bread, down too fast. You know, when you eat bread and you can like feel it go all the way down your chest, like real slow. Does ever happen I, to you? No, I don't. I don't know. I'm sure it has, but. Not ringing a bell at the current <laughs> yeah. time. Have you ever seen the video of the dude sitting on the couch, like super faded, and he just has like two pieces of white bread, like Wonder Bread, stacked on top of each other, and just munching on it? And this guy's got a camera in his face, he's like, "Yo, man, what are you eating?" And he goes, "Straight bread. That's all I make. Straight bread." He's like, "You're just eating bread?" He goes, "Straight bread, because that's all I make." He goes, "You got you got nothing between those pieces of bread?" And he just like pulls them up and goes. Nathan, straight bread, <laughs> and, just, and then you hear some dude in the background just go, "He eating straight up bread again." <laughs> it's, it's fucking classic, dude. Nathan, straight bread. Um, no, I can't say I've seen that video. Oh man, dude, it's it's all time classic. It's it's probably top five like Vine videos. It's like one of those like real short, just like it's like the one that's like, uh, "Hey yo, man, can you pass a syrup?" It's like, "Yeah, I got you." Psych, I lied. Your pancakes be dry. Yeah, but that one's good and like viral. Straight bread. Straight bread is like OG viral, bro. It's like nine years nah. old. Oh my god! You know what I mean? I'm gonna well, send it to I you later. I definitely wasn't doing that shit when I was nine years old. <laughs> I, I was. You weren't eating straight bread at nine. I didn't eat anything. No, I man, I wasn't my... watching those videos at nine years old. Well, nine years ago, you weren't nine years old. Oh, you said. Oh, you meant it's nine years old. Like, yeah. the video is nine years old. Not nine-year-olds faded eating <laughs> bread, bro. <laughs> no, I thought you meant it's it's from when we were nine years old. Like, super OG. Oh, uh, no. Dude, was the internet even around? Like, was viral videos a thing when we were nine? What year I don't was know. What, what year were we nine? 96. So, four five. 2005. Yeah, Twitter wasn't around until 2008, 2009. YouTube was founded in, I think, 04. So maybe it was viral on YouTube. On the YouTube. <laughs> you sound like you sound like an old person talking about social media. Hey, have you been on the Twitter lately? No, Sometimes I haven't been I'll on be the on Facebook the either. I've been on I was on the Twitter today. Um the Eagles dropped some dope box screens. The Eagles, they got this new thing going called it's a Philly thing. Yeah, I've seen that. Um so they got like these it's a Philly thing lock screens for the playoffs. But their tweet, it was four different pictures, right? One of, like, the team, one of uh, Devonta Smith, one of Jalen Hurts, and one of BG. And the the caption of the tweet was, like, lock it in for the playoffs or just, like, lock it in or something like that. And I was like, that's dope because it's, like, you got to lock it. Like, the team's got to lock it in mentally, but it also, it's your also, lock screen. Double entendre, little bars Factual. there from the Eagles. Deck. Yeah, damn. dude. All right. That's all I got. That's fire. Very nice. Um, I, uh... I made one of them on my lock screen because they were dope. I should probably do that since it's like, you know, our playoff push. But I, yeah, I've had the same cool. lock screen for years. Same, but now it's cool with the updates. You can have multiple lock screens and you can switch between them so seamlessly. Are they just like you pick three and it just randomizes them every time you lock? No, no, phone? no. So, look, so this is what I got right now. Oh, that's fire. Right? And then you got to like, so you hold it. Oh, it's not going to work because it needs my face. So you hold it. And then it goes like this, and then you can like. Or you, you just know, pick one. I have different ones that I've customized. Oh, so this that's is like sick. my union one. 
Right, and then like this one's me and Lex in Hawaii. Um, was that with the last iOS update? I don't remember. This happened like when I was in Arizona because that's when I did mostly this pictures from Arizona, this one's from Arizona, and this one I just made. But also everyone, oh, you can have a I different inside. Yeah, you can have a different inside on all of them too, right? So for this one on the inside, I put me and Lex from the Birds game. Oh, that's fresh. Um, but then like my normal one that I have on the inside. So like, this is my normal screen, right? It has like my stocks, my battery percentage and my whoop strain. And on the inside of that, I got Ben. Oh, that's sick, dude. I didn't know you could do all of this. Um, but then some of them, they give you like, uh, there's like, so I have this one, right? It's a picture that I took of Lex when we were in Arizona that I thought was dope. Yeah. So when you open it, it's just like a blurred version of that. Mm. That's like the default if you don't customize the inside. Yeah. Oh, you can like move all the clock and shit around too? Yeah, and you can like add custom widgets if you want. And you could change the font. You could change the colors. You can do a lot of shit. Damn. I'm I'm definitely going to play with this later for sure. Yeah, I've it's, had it's the, not bad. It's pretty cool. I've literally had the same fucking lock screen for like two years now. Yeah, I I used to until I found that out. Like I would like the Philly Union one I had for like over a year and a half when they were like since they made their playoff run. I feel um, like, and I'm sure that they do this to like some extent, but I feel like with every new iOS update that comes out, they should they should like Apple should post like a video of like all the features and like the new stuff. Yeah, a hundred percent. And if Apple doesn't do it, you can find somebody on YouTube that's going to run you through all the new shit. Yeah, but I'm saying like when you that. update it, they should send you a notification like, "Hey, check out everything that's new in the new update." Mm. It's like a video of yeah, like yeah, some yeah. Apple Pro doing all the shit. Because I don't know, I just yeah, update my true. phone and I'm like, whatever I don't notice, I'm not going to use. But if I see like yeah something is clearly different, I'll check it out. Yeah, well, I mean, you could just go to fucking YouTube. You spend enough time there, just go to YouTube and type in new features that, of that's iOS. That's true. I just don't. That. I just don't think to do it. That's the thing. Yeah, that's true. Um, but if it was like, oh, new update, like, well, I guess it kind of does that. Like when you open up each app, it's like, here's what's new. You know what I mean? Oh, that's true. Yeah. But then you have to open up the up the apps and like this thing with the lock screen, like, isn't really opening up an app. It's different. Yeah, that's true. I guess. I, dude, I remember, <clears throat> excuse me. I remember when like the old, not the old ones, but like when you would get a new iOS update, like when the iPhone like four was out or like iPhone five or something like that, like. New iOS updates were like exciting because like a lot like they would change a lot. Like do you, yeah, do you remember the old a lot like, of, like app emojis? Icons? Yeah, yeah, emojis. And a lot of the icons. emojis they would they would like add a lot of emojis. And now when they add new shit, it's dumb. It doesn't matter. But they were like significant updates back in the day. Oh, my computer's spazzing out. One sec. There we go. Oh, dude, I hate when it dings me in my ears. It's like obnoxiously loud. You got to stop getting dinged in the ears. <laughs> I can't help it, dude. This thing's a dinosaur. It'd be fucking dinging you. It just fucking it like it's like a cartoon, like fucking Looney Tunes. Like a it hits gong you in the head, both ears. Yeah, just like the the monkey that just. Yeah, yeah, with the symbols. I sometimes yeah. I feel like that guy's in my head. Except he's usually not playing. <laughs> he's usually not playing symbols. It's he's usually got like two big ass fucking drumsticks that are like. They're not like little pieces of wood on the end. They're like big things. Like what you hit a gong with. They're like those. And he's just fucking beating on the inside of my dome when I'm hung over. He's got two giant drumstick ice creams. And he's just yeah. fucking mad. 
No, he bangs them on the inside of my skull and it fucking hurts. That's what I imagine when I'm hungover sometimes. Dude, I uh so Jake was in town last Monday for work. It was like him and a bunch of his buddies. I don't know if I talked about this on the last pod. Probably not because we no. had one on, but Jake was in town, so Monday night we went out and it was the first time that I had gotten like drunk and probably I don't know, I probably before Thanksgiving. Like I just don't really drink like that. So I just like have no one to drink with. Like it's just being an adult is not as fun as you know, back in college or like right after college where it's like I mean, really only drink to like during Yankees games now, dude, or like sporting events. Like on football Sunday I'll have a few beers, but I never get like drunk drunk. Like I never yeah. go out and get drunk. So when Jake was in town, we went out and got drunk and the next morning obviously woke up for work and i was like dude i don't remember hangovers being like this like bet like instant and just like bad bro i had the shit yeah. like my head was pounding i just like couldn't keep my eyes open and i was it gets like dude, bad it gets bad when you get old dude like and i'm not even old i'm only 26 years old yep dude so my first year after graduation so you're a senior year i would go to work in the city and then low would be like Let's go bar hop or like let's go to happy hour and I'd be like, all right, fuck it. So I'd go with her, I'd go with you know hang out with her. We would get hammered and then you know we would take the train back to her place, sleep there, and take the train back in to work in the morning. And I was chilling on that, bro. Like I was, yeah. I was good. Like especially like you know stop and get a coffee or get a coffee when I get to the office, bro. I'm good. Straight. And dude, that was only like what four years ago at the max? yeah. And like dude, and literally like after like. A year went by. Oh nope, not anymore. Yeah, Can't hang. <laughs> yeah. I feel like you hit a certain point. Like it's like twenty four and a half, twenty five, and you're like, all right, these hangovers are like getting bad. But like once you hit twenty five, and every year after that, it's just like so much yeah. more worse than the last year. Yeah. Um, and like it wasn't too bad at the start of COVID. I was talking to Cassandra about this the other day. The first like two weeks and like a month of COVID. All I did was drink, right? Like I worked from home and TJ worked from home. So mm-hmm. we would just work from home, you know, and then get hammered once work ended. Cassandra was a teacher, so she'd come over. Like, you know, she's already done with work by the time I'm done with work. So she would come over because she had nothing to do. And we would just get hammered at the house. Yeah. But then we'd I mean, wake up and be chilling. Yeah. I feel like it's, I wouldn't even say that. I was going to say it, it feels easier when you don't have like, like during COVID, I was still in school. Like I, I graduated like at the peak of COVID, but like my job at the time, I was I was driving, uh, working for valet still. So like once COVID hit, like I didn't have a job, so all I had to worry about was like my homework. And I honestly, dude, like my senior year, the second half of my senior year was so easy, just because like nobody knew what was going to happen with COVID. Like everything went to online, and all the professors were pretty much just like, just do this, and like by the end of the semester, and if you get it done, like you're good. So it's like I didn't really Not have bad. any serious stress about like I mean I still had like exams and stuff I had to pass, but it was just like really no responsibility for like two months and I was graduating. So like MK and I would just like she'd go to work from home for like three or four hours and we would just like sit outside and drink and just hang out. And it was yep. like we'd wake up the next day and do the same thing for like two months straight. Yeah. It's I feel like COVID at Coastal would have been dope, right? Like it was for most kids that like still had all their homies. Like if it was my senior year and COVID hit and we were still like partying, but we, all we had was fucking some online classes. Dude, that would be fucking awesome. Awesome dude. Yeah, 
for like, like two months too. It wasn't like for, the last two weeks of the semester. You right, know what I mean? right. It was like a good chunk of time. I was like, all right, I'm just gonna like do these online classes and get hammered, and like I'm probably gonna like hang out, longboard a little bit, like play some soccer, like Plus, enjoy dude, the weather. Like I feel like I'm not gonna be able stimmies. to work out. Everyone was getting stimmies, so it's yeah. like you know free money to just like put into your beer account or like yeah you know, your late night cookout drive. Um, but then there's like other schools where I feel like COVID sucked, like especially like up here, like Jersey, Philly, New York, where it was like getting hit harder. It was like, oh, this sucks because it's like more serious, and it definitely wasn't as fun. I don't think it was not serious at all in South Carolina, dude. We literally were on lockdown for like a week. And then after a week, all the businesses were like, all right, we're going to like try and open back up again and see what happens. And then like we opened up for a few days. I remember like MK and I, we celebrated by going to Tongi's and like sitting outside at Tongi's because it was like the first time in seven days we haven't been out and seen people, which like at that point in our lives was a long time because we were still technically in college. And um, after like everything being back open for like another week, like everything shut down again for like another week. And then after that, when they reopened up, Pretty much all of Myrtle Beach is just like, fuck it, dude. We're just going to stay open. Nobody here cares. Like, Yeah. Nobody cared down there, dude. Like, you didn't even have to wear masks for the most part. Not bad, dude. Not bad at all. Yeah, it was fun. Me and my boys were talking about COVID the other day, and I was like, yeah, I think it was just like, you know, big population control. Because Wig said it was like an experiment to see who would get the fucking... Vaccine. Who would like how many people they could like holler at? Like how many yeah. people they could control pretty easily? And I was like, I don't know. I don't. I think it was less. I think it was more population control. You know, you make this fucking uh, what do you call it? You make this virus in a lab. Oops, gets out. That's our bad. Let's make this vaccine now. That it's like this. COVID killed a bunch of people, but it was mostly people with like underlying diseases who weren't very healthy to begin with. It was like yeah, not a whole lot of healthy people. And then it like which I mean it's still bad, but I mean it didn't probably didn't make the most deadly thing. It was just very contagious, and the people that got it—it's it not like it was it. a black plague, you know what I mean? Right, right. And then so then they make a vaccine. And they're like, all right, it's it's not going to work that well. It's not going to prevent transmission or anything. It's just going to help you fight it if you if you don't think you can fight it. That's it. But it's still going to transmit like crazy, and like it's still going to keep killing people, and like it's not really. Gonna, you're not really going to slow it down by getting this vaccine, but also it's going to like probably kill half the people that take it in due time. Um, and you're not going to be know. able to go into any store unless you get it or any place or anything. Yeah. I think it was just a way to kill a lot of people. I think that the elites think there's too many people out here. I don't know. I saw, I saw some research study or it might've been just like a podcast of Elon Musk talking about the population. And he was like, dude, the population like he was saying about how like the problem with the population is not it's too much like people are slowing it's, it's not down enough yeah yeah but yeah also, that's like, true but i don't think that the people that are running the show are that smart no you don't think he's one of those people running the show mm, i'm not convinced the uh oh my god you know what that reminds me of the fucking illuminati scene in um house party with kid yes. cuddy <laughs> yes <laughs> you know, that yes. was so funny dude that was my favorite scene of the whole movie. It was so random. It really was, dude. We like it got to that part, and I was like, like when Kid Cudi was like, "Oh, I can get you a, another bronze ring." The Illuminati always carries like a copy or whatever, and I was like, huh, "I wonder how this is gonna go down." I wasn't expecting them to like leave the party, go to an Illuminati party, and like have to fight for the death. <laughs> like, yeah, no, I thought he was gonna like call somebody. Yeah, yeah, same. <laughs> 
Just to make a phone call or something, not like get in your robe and watch people drink blood. (laughs) Yeah, and then it's almost die because you said God bless you. Yeah, yeah, dude, I love the part where they get in the limo afterwards, and uh, what's his name is like, oh, dude, I need a drink, I'm parched. And he just picks up like the thing of blood. the blood. He was like, was that Merlot? (laughs) (laughs) So that's a smooth Merlot. Uh yeah, dude, that movie was fucking good. I you know I didn't like the previews. I would say let's say we had seven previews, right? Five of them were like were scary movies, and I was like, dude, I came here to I came here to giggle, and you're gonna show me all these scary movies. I'm not. Also, <laughs> oh, so you were baked. Like you don't want to see that. Super zooted, <laughs> but yeah, and like Lex hates scary movies, so her and I are in the same boat. I'm like, I'm zooted. That's not what I want to look at right now. She hates it to begin with. So oh man, I'm good. Dude. Magoo and I we fucking saw previews love scary for uh, Cocaine Bear. Which looks yeah. so fucking dumb, dude. The whole yeah. plot, it's like... <laughs> it's just stupid. All right. Like a wild bear, that's crazy. But hear me out. What if it's a wild bear and it's on cocaine? Huh? Huh? Oh what my god, think? we got a banger right here. Let's have fun with this. <laughs> yeah, how does that get through, like, production and approved and all that? Like, what? Yeah. How many more better movies there could be? That's what I, I don't like about... Like, I feel like 90% of movies that come out, I'm, like, just not interested in. Because I'm like, nah. Not yep. a great concept, but also people probably feel that way about like superhero movies. And that's my shit. So that's teach true. their own. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. We didn't, dude. So um, we we when we went, we didn't even get to see the previews because like the line for the tickets was so long, we weren't expecting it. it took us like fifteen minutes to get in and get popcorn and stuff. We get to our seats, damn. we sit down, and then the movie starts like thirty seconds later, perfectly timed. Not bad, dude. I do like um, seeing yeah, the previews. We, we got though. there early. We left we left the house at like six fifty or like a little after that. Went in, got popcorn and snacks, spent fucking an arm and a leg on it. Yep. Um and yeah, we watched like all of the previews. And then some. We got there before the preview started still. Yeah, that's I And we like, left our house like fifteen, twenty minutes before the movie started. How close is the movie to you? Two minutes. Oh nice, that's not bad. Yeah. Have you been to the Taco Bell at my house? Um, I think Lex like right like down brought the us home some once, but yeah, I've never I think actually you're right been. Too. Um, yeah, it's like not even a mile down the road. It's it's right next to my gym, which is a mile away. Mm. It's like a few doors down. That's um, nice. You have a Cinemark, right? Yeah. Do you have the movie pass thing, dude? We have been like debating getting that for like months now. If you, uh. Lex was talking to me about it. I was like, I was like, is this shit free? And she was like, no, it's like ten bucks a month. That's kind of a lot. So like for, for us, it wouldn't be worth it because we don't go to movies. But it might be worth it for you because if you order your tickets online ahead of time, which is like that's what you should do anyway, probably. You just, I think you get fr- no fees, like on your tickets when you buy. So you just pay like the ticket price and taxes probably. But then you also get twenty percent off at with snacks and popcorn, drinks and all that. Twenty yeah. percent, dude. That's a lot. I spent. Yeah, we dude. spent almost forty bucks. On snacks and shit, twenty percent of that would have been like eight bucks. What did you so get? Like, you like go, what were your snack of choice? Uh, large popcorn, obviously. Medium pib, because I saw that, so I had to get the pib, yep. dude. <laughs> um, large water. Um, there's two sides waters, and the large one was like sixty cents more. And I was going to spend all this money. I'll spend sixty cents for the extra water, bro. Right, right. And bunch of crunch. Ooh, um, the little like the chocolate caramel like. They kind of look I don't like think mini they're asteroids. caramel. I think yes, mini asteroids, but I don't think there's caramel in them, is there? No, I thought it was just like chocolate and cookie. 
Like, uh, oh, whatever's on a crunch bar. A crunch bar, but it's like the crunch of the crunch bar. But, yeah, like, yeah, little yeah. asteroids of it. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Um, And then Lex got a big water, like, uh, Sour Patch straws that were banging. Um, And an ice cream sandwich. I don't know where that came from. <laughs> Just that, it was dude, good. It, it's the pregnant cravings, man. It, it might have ended. And also, like, <laughs> we never go to the movie, so also it's like... I mean, we're going to do it right if we're going to go. Right, That was right. our first movie date ever. What? Yeah. Y'all literally have a house together. you never been to the movies before? No, we've never been what to the, the movies. Fuck? <laughs> and it's, it's literally fun, two right? minutes from the house. It's a good I mean, time. It's, it's not bad because, like, there's not enough people where I feel bad. Like, I still feel comfortable, like, saying things to her during the movie. Right, like I don't feel like I have to be completely silent the entire time. So like, there was a dude in in house party who looked like the same dude that was in the shy, and I was like, "Yo, this guy looks familiar from that show I used to watch." Blah blah blah. And then I was like, "Ah, I think it was the shy, yeah, yeah." And she was like, "Oh yeah." But like, I just like it was it was like, so when we left, I was like, "I'm gonna put my phone on do not disturb" because the group chat was blown up, and I was like, "I'm gonna give you my undivided attention." And she was like, "I'm not gonna get your attention. We're watching a fucking movie." <laughs> And yeah, like, but yeah. there's there's something about but we can like, still connect while we do together. it. Right, right. And like we no, can dude. still laugh together, and we can still like make little side comments while we watch it. Yeah, that's the best part, dude. Because like I've always said this like about Maggie too. Like when we go to a movie theater to see a movie, I feel like she always enjoys the movie more because like she's never like on her phone or like distracted, so she's actually just like engaged in the movie. Like and yeah, watching that's it with a big me. part of it. I'm pretty good at keeping my phone down, and Lex is too. Sometimes, sometimes she's not. Sometimes she's just not into the movie. Yeah. Um, but like, she kept her phone away the whole time this time, and like, obviously, like she enjoyed it. Um, but she stayed awake recently too. We watched, uh, we watched Antoine Fisher. She stayed awake for that whole thing, and then we watched this other movie called The Last Laugh, and it wasn't that good. Um, but she stayed awake for the whole thing. Um. Bullet Train is fucking awesome, dude. We Bullet watched it Train? last night. Yeah. yeah, I was. I tried to watch it before, and then I fell asleep like ten minutes in. And ever since then, I was just like, eh, it didn't really like grab my attention when I first threw it on. So I'm not gonna like, yeah. go out of my way to watch it again. But then last night, Maggie and I just had a movie night on the couch and threw it on, and it was it was it's really good. It's like action packed and like it's like Deadpool type of comedy. Interesting. I haven't seen Deadpool, dude. Log me off. Get me out of the studio. <laughs> Bro, you I, need, I, I know we say this all the time, but you need to get your movies up, son. I I watch movies. I've been watching movies. It's disrespectful. Movies. It's disre- you have been. You have been. I'll give you that. I, you know, when I was at Waldo's, I watched Pulp Fiction, Guardians of the Galaxy, and Thor Ragnarok. And then I watched Antoine Fisher. And then I watched Last, The Last Left. That one doesn't count. That one sucks. And then we saw House Party. <laughs> all right. Yeah, you're, getting, you're on your way, but... You didn't go see Deadpool with Wes and I? Didn't we go in theaters to see that? Nah. I only saw one movie when we were at Coastal. It was either our junior senior years, me, you, Jake, and Shane, and I think it was Endgame. Man, what damn dude, you like You're never gonna see like a better Marvel movie than if like that's the only one you've seen. I mean Infinity War, which is the one that came before that's better in my opinion and most Marvel fans' opinion, but like that's like 15 years of Marvel movies coming together all at once, dude. That's like the greatest. It might like, have been Infinity War. What? Let me see what years they came out. I uh, think I think Endgame came out in 2019. And Infinity War came out in 2017. Avengers Endgame's 2019. And I graduated in 2018, so there's no fucking way. 
It was probably Infinity War then, because that was like a year before that, like end of 2017, beginning of 2018. Yeah. Yeah, Infinity War was 2018. So then, yeah, we we went and saw Infinity War, me, you, Jake, and Shane. Yeah, that's probably the greatest Marvel movie ever made. Interesting. Uh, let me look at House Party cast. Yo, you know what I was thinking? It had to be so fucking dope for those two main characters recording that. Because there oh, was dude, so many the cameos, bro. And then the yeah. kid's literally playing one-on-one with LeBron. With LeBron, and like, <laughs> yeah. At the end, like the very last blooper of the credits is him missing all those shots. Yeah, And like, yeah. they're probably out there just recording, and this dude's fucking ants, and he's fucking missing everything, and they got to keep doing it. And then he finally gets it, and they all were probably like, let's go! Like, like legitimately <laughs> hype as fuck, you know what I mean? Yeah, and then did you see where he was, like, dapping up LeBron, like, at the end in the blooper, and he was like, dude, that's, he was like, that's, like, crazy, my, like, life-changing like playing one on lebron yeah it's like yes dude that's almost better than fucking making the movie (laughs) um house party 2023 did you see the drewski cameo yeah (laughs) yeah i saw that one (laughs) he's like well he's like that's 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 the king (laughs) i saw lil wayne in the Mm -hmm. trailer and i was like i was it was like real brief in the trailer i was like yo is that wayne and then it's just now you know he dead (laughs) yeah So many good cameos, dude. The the uh, koala getting stoned with Gata from Dave. Oh yeah, I loved when I saw Gata. I was like, no shit. <laughs> and then I think that might have been Candace Parker. Yeah. I'm trying to figure out where this bull's from. I wonder how expensive that was to make that movie. Um, like all those all those know. cameos are probably pretty expensive cast of like all these celebrities maybe it wasn't that hard you know because it was like instead of inviting people to bronze house you're inviting people to bronze movie oh true and they're like hey you want to be in lebron's movie yeah sure it's just gonna be a party at his house yes yeah, i'm up. Um... i'd sign up for it if i was super famous I don't think this dude is... Oh, yeah. Yeah, Jacob Lattimore. He's the same dude that was in the shot. Is in... Is Kevin in House Party. Oh, dude. I Dude, I, I was like... I know this guy's face, but I... Have like, you seen the shy? No, but he... What, I'm going to see what else he was in. It's, he has very similar personality in the shy. He's like... Got a baby dad. He's a baby daddy. Got a kid. Like... Not with the baby mama, like, trying to get with other chicks. Not very, like, lives with his parents, doesn't have money. Like, he's just hustling in the shoe game. Let's see. House party like a boss. Oh, he was in Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the new one. That might be what I know, in... I know him from. The Maze Runner? Have you seen that? I think he was in the yeah, Maze Runner. Yeah, I've seen Maze Runner. Uh, what else? Ride Along? Oh, he was in Ride Along? I didn't know that. Yeah, I knew his face, but I just, like, couldn't pick out, like, what exactly I knew him from. Yeah, yeah, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. (laughs) 
Emmett, that's his name in the chat. I thought I thought he was good, dude. I like him. Yeah, he is good. Um, dude, the uh, the Last of Us came out on HBO. Oh yeah, on Sunday. Holy f- dude! I've been like excited for this for a while because I knew I've known it was coming out like as a TV show, and like a few months ago, I saw like the trailer or whatever for it saying it was going to come out in January. So I've been like super hyped since then. Didn't really have any big expectations because every like video game adaptation or movie or series has always been like a huge letdown. But yeah. like, HBO did their fucking thing, dude. The guy who plays Mandalorian, um, Pedro Pascal is Joel. Who's like the main character in the last of us or one of the main co-main characters. Um, dude, it was like the premiere was like an hour and 20 minutes long and they stuck like, I mean, I knew everything was going to happen because I've played through that game like seven times, but like they stuck to like the actual game, like story script right. to a T and they did it perfect, dude. It was so fucking good. Like I, I'm like itching for the next uh, episode on Sunday because it was that good. And I like after it, dude, I was like, like sitting there, like shaking. I was like, that was insane, bro. We had our surround sound system hooked up and it was like 1 a.m. when I was Ooh. watching it. And there was, like, fucking, like, explosions and, like, zombies. Like, you could hear, like, the clicking of the clickers. They're called clickers in The the Last of Us because they make, like, that echolocation, like, clicking noise. Okay. And you could, like, hear them behind the couch, dude, like, faintly clicking. And, like, they're going through the sewer. And, like, oh, dude, it was fucking sick. Like, the visuals were awesome. It was, I, like, highly recommend. And then I saw the next day, it's already, like, the highest rated IMDb series of all time. It's only like been one, one episode. episode. Yeah, which I'm sure it'll go down after a few, few, yeah, you know, episodes. But still, like, I was sitting there and I was like, "Am I, am I just like overhyping this because I love The Last of Us so much, or was it really that good?" And then I got on Twitter, and everyone was like, "Holy fuck, that was that was insane!" I was like, "Oh, all right, at least." Yeah, Chris Long was tweeting about it. He was like, "Dude, we got The Last of Us and NFL playoffs. This is a special time of year." Yeah, that this weekend was dope for entertainment wise. Dude, the games this weekend were good. Yeah, yeah, they were. Um, so San Fran took care of business, doing his thing, whatever, doing their thing, whatever. Um, but like, Seattle kind of got a good thing going here. They got rid of Russ, and they like didn't take a step back. Maybe a small step, no. but they have a solid team, and Geno Smith might be back next year. They didn't make the playoffs last year, so if anything, they took a step forward. Hell yeah. Oh yeah, but, Gino. Um, um, dude, how old I mean, is Geno Smith though? I feel like he's been in the league for fucking ever. Yeah, he's probably like thirty-four. Thirty-two. Damn, I feel like he's he's he feels a lot older than that. I don't know if it's just like I'm tripping, but he was on the Jets for a while, I remember. Where was he after that? Yep. Uh let me pull up his Wikipedia right here. The Jets, and then the Giants, and then the Chargers, and now with the Seahawks. Yeah. He's, hey, maybe he's just, like, found his system. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Maybe he's got a good thing with Pete Carroll, because he's been there since 2019. Yeah, I mean, Kenneth Walker obviously looks good. They got DK. Yeah, who's a stud. Tyler Lockett is still that guy. Oh, well, ish. He's, he's good. He's a guy, yeah. He, he's above average guy. Um, they got Noah Fant now too, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's not bad. 
The defense is not very good. No. It's not the defense of five years ago. Yeah, I think that's that's got to be their their main focus uh, this offseason. But honestly, dude, like, yeah, I was they they surprised me this year. Yeah, they were better, I think, than a lot of people thought. Um, the night game was fun, dude. So I was in San Diego for the night game, and so I was in San Diego for my cousin's birthday, right? And she used to live in Jacksonville, and three of her best friends live in Jacksonville and are all Jags fans. So yeah. they were there, and this one girl was like. I, one of the biggest football fans I've ever seen or talked to. Um, she wasn't like, she was like a new football fan. She was telling her like her husband's like really into football. So yeah. she like watches with him and like ask questions. And like, he like looks at what, like the formation and everything and like breaks it down for her. So she like knows a lot about football. Yeah. Um, so it was fun to talk to her, but she's a huge Jags fan. So we go out to dinner, right? And we have the game. We both had the games on our phones. We weren't sitting like next to each other. We both had the games like separately on our phones, watching the games. And then we go to a bar that's doing like karaoke and they got the game on there. And the Jags had that crazy fucking comeback, dude. It was insane. It was, was she so going nuts. Fun. Kind of. She's very pregnant. So she wasn't like going too crazy. <laughs> Uh, she wasn't like beating on her tummy and all that. Nah, nah, none of that. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Let's go, Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> oh my god! But speaking of Trevor Lawrence, dude, he's getting all this love, dude. How great he was! He also threw four picks in the first half. Yeah, he just whoop, just let that part go right out the yeah, window. If they lost that game, he would have been catching a lot of heat. Yeah, four fucking dude. picks. But hey, man, he was like, "Fuck, I'm shitting the bed. Let me turn this around real quick." Not bad. And they went for two and got it because, you know, Dougie P's got that big dick. He's got that uh, wheelbarrow ball sack, Randy from he South does. Park. He does. That's Dougie P walking down the streets of Jacksonville. It is. I love Dougie P, in a wheelbarrow. Me too, dude. I got on Eagles Twitter, like, after that game, like, the, the um, community that we joined, and everybody was just yeah, giving yeah. Dougie P love. I was like, oh, this is awesome. Dougie P's heading up to uh, Kansas City to play his old mentor, Andy Reid. Or coach against, uh, dude. That that could be an interesting game. Like I wouldn't be it won't surprised. Be. I I there's a very high chance that it's not, but there's like a ten percent chance that Jacksonville keeps it a game. You know what I mean? Like I feel like yeah. Kansas City always has like those few spots throughout the season where it's like, oh, this game's closer than it should be. I feel like Jacksonville, especially after the momentum they have after coming back and beating the Chargers last week. I weekend, know. Like, who knows, dude? Jags are eight and a half point favorites. The over-under line is set to 53. Give me a thriller. The Jags are favorites? No, no, no. Is that what I said? Yeah. No, the Chiefs are eight and a half point favorites. I was going to say, there's no way, dude. Pat Mahomes die? What the fuck? Um, And then on the Sunday games, dude, Miami, they had they made it a good game against Buffalo, dude. That was fun. It was a lot of fun to watch. And Josh Allen turns the ball over a lot. He does, dude. That was the longest fucking football game I think of ever of all time. Dude, that game ended, and so so the girl that's like the big football fan, she like both days woke up at early, like went and plopped her ass on the couch and was like, "All right, how do I get this game on?" Like flipping through the apps and shit. <laughs> that was like all she cared about. Um, and so that game's all right. We watched we watched that early game, and then she's like, "Oh, what time does the next game come on?" And I was like, "I think it started like four thirty. And then it was already after 4.30. And she was like, nah, dude, like, it's not even 4.30 yet. and Or it's already past 4.30. And I was like, all right, I don't know. So I pulled it up, and I'm like, oh, they're five minutes in. Like, this game's already started. 
Um, <laughs> and as soon as we got the game on, it's when the Giants or when the Vikings scored the first touchdown. Yeah, the dude that Justin Jefferson, um, where he got went down on like the one they called it back yeah. after it was originally a touchdown. Yeah, cost me four hundred dollars, dude. Damn, you had if, him if as that, the first tutty. No, I had a parlay going on underdog where it was like, uh, I think it was Kirk Cousins. I took the over thirty six and a half pass attempts, which hit. Uh, I had the Buffalo Bills kicker kicking over one and a half field goals. I had, uh, it was like one of the one, like the gimmies where they do every playoffs where it's like Stefan Diggs over half a yard. So I added that to yeah. it. Um, and then I had, what other one? I think I had some rushing yard that hit. And then all I needed was a Justin Jefferson fucking anytime touchdown, dude. And he didn't score it. And that one that wow. got like was called back heartbreaking. It was a $20 play to win 400. And I was like, uh, and it was, it was free 20. It wasn't even like I paid $20. It was just like right, right, right. off of a bet that I already won. So I just was like, yeah, fuck it. I'll throw 20 on this clip 400. That'd be nice. Brutal. That dude. I watched nice. that whole game, like just praying. I was like, please like give Kirk the ball back. And then it was like the last play of the game where it's like fourth and seven. He throws a check down to TJ Hawkinson. I'm sitting there screaming at the TV. I'm like, Kirk, yeah. what the fuck are you doing, dude? Your season's on the line. You're throwing a check down. All right, why are you not yeah. throwing this ball past the sticks, bro? What the fuck? Like any person with any sort of logical sense and knows it wasn't to like throw he, that ball down. He field. had a lot of space. It wasn't like a check down and he had all the space yeah, to run. Dude. The defender was right on him. Exactly. It was like it well covered like fucking just an out route. And it was like, what are you doing, bro? Throw the ball yeah. downfield. The season's on the line. What do you got to nah, lose? Oh. I think I think a four yard out, that's enough on fourth and eight. That's going to get me there. <laughs> yeah, and Madden, baby, I'm fucking easy. You know, break um, seven tackles. Giants win that game. I wish I would have put money on it because they were the dog. And I think everybody they were the knew dog, they were but win. I think a lot of people had a feeling that they could pull a win out. Yeah. Um, Vikings Minnesota were frauds, frauds, dude. They were yep. always frauds. Did you, um, see, did you see that video of Joe Biden? Minnesota! <laughs> That was all. That was all yeah. over my Twitter afterwards, too. I did. I did. <laughs> um, and then the night game, Ravens Bengals. That was way better than it should have been with Tyler Huntley. And dude, yeah. was, it all ended up coming down to that one play. That one fucking QB sneak from three yards out. What was that, yeah. dude? What the I mean, fuck was it's that? not bad, but that's not where you jump. No, he you jumped way I mean? too early. Yeah. Yeah. That's like on third, because that was third and goal, right? So you had two downs, right? So it's like on third and goal from the like the two or the three, either you do a QB sneak underneath, right? Like where you don't jump over the pile, you just kind of try to go and get go like a yard through. or two. Yeah. Or you hand it off and try to get a yard or two. And then, you know, if you get in the end zone, great. If not, you have fourth and goal from the one, and that's when you can try to leap over. We don't have to leap fucking four yards. It was, I yeah. mean, he needs to be coached better on that, I feel like. Like, I'm not, I mean, it's his fault for jumping, but I mean, and his head, he probably was like, bro, it's the fucking playoffs. I'm going to go get it. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Somebody's got to tell him, like, look, like, you know, we don't we don't need a touchdown here. We just need to protect the football. Like, don't jump over the pile. Right. Like, and stupid. he had that shit by, like, the bottom of the football, like, pretty much like fucking Christ himself. Yeah. He's, like, holding up the thing. And the yeah. guy on the uh, linebacker just said, yeah, I'll take that 100 yards uh, back to the house. And then at the end of the game, fucking Harbaugh pretty much was like, yeah, it's the QB's fault. And J.K. Dobbins was like, if we had Lamar, we would have won. Yeah, you got to feel bad for Tyler Huntley, dude. Like, yeah. they put him in a terrible situation to begin with. Yeah. If we had Lamar, and we would have won. And then they're just fucking shitting on him. 
You have no he fucking also, receivers. He dude. also like, said that Huntley played well. He was like, but he was like, you know, if we had Lamar, we would have won. And it's like, oh, so you can't really say that. Like, if if you had Lamar, like you yeah. might have won, you might have lost. You might not have Lamar next year, dude. He was tweeting some cryptic shit about like it was on his IG story, some cryptic shit about like when you have a good thing, you know, you don't let it go and you don't risk losing it. Like you do everything you can to protect that good thing because apparently the Ravens are thinking about franchise tagging this bull. Really? Instead of giving him a big contract. Dude. That's I, bad business, dude. I feel That's bad. bad business. I feel bad for Lamar, dude. They have not given that man any sort of help whatsoever. Like, no, who they, they added like, to their team since having him. him that. Yeah, bro. Like Rashad Bateman. Doesn't doesn't move the needle at even in the slightest. He's good. I think I, they were they were pretty injury ridden this year between Lamar and the receivers. But still, dude, Rashad Bateman. Know, maybe, last maybe year it's their O line like, that they need. Everybody needs a little O line help. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's with every team. But also, like, how long do you think Lamar is going to be able to run the way he runs now? I mean, Mike Vick was able Couple to keep years. it up for a while, but like, also, if you have no receivers to throw to, you're running every fucking down. Like, right? That's not sustainable. Nope. Um, I don't know. We'll see. The Ravens might need to do a little rebuilding, and they might be pissing off a generational talent. Yeah, by being greedy. Where, fucks. If, if Lamar doesn't stay in Baltimore, who do you think would benefit the best from him? I feel like the Jets are a quarterback away. Yeah, they. Uh, yeah, I agree, dude. They're a good team. They just don't have a quarterback. Between Michael Carter, um, and then even Zonathan, Zonathan Knight, he was good in his Brees like, Hall, absence when right? he comes back. Brees Hall, and then you got Garrett Wilson and Elijah Moore. Like they have like a bunch of like their like, a defense handful, is like, good, good receivers. Sauce. The defense was really good this year. Mm-hmm. The defense was really good this year. Um. And who do they have at tight end? I think oh, he was, uh, um, what's his name? He just came over. He just did. This was his first year with him. With uh, but I don't. I can't fuck, think of I don't who remember. it is. Um, but like, I mean, I think if they could get a quarterback, dude, dude, Lamar as a Jet would be sick. That'd be a fun team to watch, man. Conklin, that's who they had. Tyler Conklin, yep. And they have CJ Uzama. Yeah, they've got a good team. They're literally a quarterback away. Zach Wilson's not going to be that guy. Zach Wilson's not going to have a job next year. Nah, he might not, dude. They've been talking about moving on from him. Mike White's better than him, dude. So is Joe Flacco, dude. Not saying a lot. Yeah. The dude's 45. Zach Wilson's a bomb, dude. He couldn't even be Coastal Carolina. Get that guy out of here. Imagine taking him second overall. That's insane. Yeah, I know. That's funny because everybody and their mother was like, what are you doing, Jets? Second overall? You're wasting a second overall draft pick on this guy? I know. Now he's about to be gone. Um, Maybe Aaron Rodgers. There's speculation. Oh, there's always speculation about what he's going to be Every year, but- yeah. I mean, you throw Aaron Rodgers out there and you have a good run game and you have Aaron Rodgers who can just sling it to fucking Garrett Wilson all day. Dude, I wouldn't mind seeing Aaron Rodgers in a non-Packers uniform. I think it's time. I think it might happen. It, it, it might be fun. 
they're going to have to trade him though, and he, I think he's, it's going to be a pretty big cap hit one way or the other. You think? Uh, you think Brady leaves Tampa Bay? You think he stays? I don't know, but we'll get into that now. Brady and the Bucks played on Monday night, and that game was fucking horrific, dude. Yeah. I was like on my way home from San Diego, and I was fucking watching that game like on my phone, and then like through the fucking airport and shit like that, and it was bad, dude. Yeah, the Bucks looked horrendous. And it's like here's the thing: Brady's too old to evade the pocket. You need a good pocket. The Bucks yeah. O line was bad this year. Um, you know, you give Brady three to five seconds, he can go through his reads and hit his guy. You give him less than three, and that's not enough time for routes to develop, and he can't keep the plays together. No, because he's fucking almost 50 years old. Yeah. Brady's real bad under pressure, and it showed. And the Cowboys are the the highest pressure team in the league. Yeah, when Micah Parsons is screaming down your neck fucking a thousand miles an hour. Cowboys get pressure on 39% of their defensive snaps. It's almost Yeah, that's wild. That's wild. But I don't know, dude. It's like almost not his fault, but it is because it's like, you know, you're a quarterback. That's a quarterback's job is to extend plays if possible. But, like, I feel like he's kind of getting this treatment. Oh, he's the GOAT. Like, let him keep playing. Let him keep playing. But if it's, like, hindering the team that much where your quarterback can't even, like, roll out and extend a play. Yeah. Probably time Dude, to. They made the playoffs with a losing record in the worst fucking division in the league. Yeah. I'm pretty sure the Commanders had a better record, and they were the worst team in the NFC East. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Commanders weren't. weren't uh, they were even, weren't they? Um... Or, no, they were 9-8. and eight. Because you can't be even with 17 weeks. They had a tie. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. They 8-8-1? Eight, eight and one? Something like that. Yeah, they were. They were 8-8-1. Eight, eight and one. And the Bucks were 8-9 and nine in the playoffs. The Commanders would have put up a better fight. Carson wants that quarterback. I know. The Lions at nine and eight—that would have been a more entertaining game. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's what I kind of hate about like, the conferences and stuff, dude. We should just take like the top teams of the league and put them in the playoffs. Keep the NFC and the AFC, or split them up. Keep the NFC the div- AFC, but like just take the top teams that have the best record and put them in the playoffs. It's, you have a team that's eight and nine making the playoffs just because they happen to play in a shitty division? How does that make any sense? I don't know. That's fucking um, stupid. I mean, at least nobody like missed the playoffs with a better record than somebody else in the AFC. Like in the AFC it all shook out. The Jags were nine and eight. Right? But then like Steelers nine and eight and they didn't make the playoffs. Um, Raiders six and eleven, Patriots eight and nine. Those are the only other like teams. Those are the best teams in each division that didn't make the playoffs. Hmm. So like only the Steelers even had the same record, um, but the Jags were just a higher seed, right? So the Jags hosted the Chargers. And the Chargers had one more win. So if you didn't do seeding, they probably would have just flipped where it was played. Which yeah. could be a lot, but still. Right. Well, yeah, outside of the Chargers, because they have like 15 fucking fans. Yeah. So like, 
home games probably feel like away games to them. Hmm. I just, I, it kind of sucks. Like the Lions deserved, especially after beating the Packers in the last week. Yeah, like, dude. So the much Lions more deserved the fucking Lions playoff were fun spot. this year. Yeah. Their OC's coming back. He got a bunch of uh, requests to uh, do head coaching interviews. And he was like, no, I'm going to stay. I like what we're building here. And they were talking about, they were like, either that means that the fucking, the, it's really that good in Detroit. And like, he really likes what he's got over there. Or, these other teams requesting the interview are just such fucking dumpster fires and such a mess that he doesn't want to be associated with it. <laughs> like he doesn't want maybe. he doesn't want that like head coach of a terrible team that he can't win with because you know the roster and the entire organization is going to make is, him is look bad. bad. It's going right. yeah it's just it's going to blemish his resume. He's like no, I'll, I'll stay. And plus, if he stays another year and the offense is good next year, then his price tag goes up. Right. Yeah, it's almost like a why would you even. Unless it's like, you know, a, team. a team like maybe even the Jets. Like if you say, get me a quarterback and I'll consider it. But like, yeah. why, I don't see why you would leave something that's that good. No, dude, you just had a winning season. You just had a better record than the Packers. And you're the Detroit yeah. Lions. Not I haven't bad. been good for as long as I've been alive. Um. So before we get into this weekend's games, apparently, there will not apparently, the... um. The NFL has told their refs to start cracking down on um, teams using foreign objects for like extra point attempts and field goals, and it's all stemming from an Eagles kick on a PAT against the Giants when we won forty-eight to twenty-two. There was like you could see Ryan Sippis like has his fingers on like a little white thing when he's holding the ball, and then like he catches it and he puts the ball down on that white thing, and then Jake Elliott kicks it. The, that piece moves forward like, you know, a few feet and he goes and picks it up and daps up Jake Elliott. Um, but it doesn't, they don't use it as like a, uh, to hold the ball. It doesn't help the ball. They use it as a visual cue. Pat McAfee was talking about it because he used to be a holder. He's like, you just, we just use it as like a visual cue because, you know, you got to know where to place the ball and then turn, catch a ball, and then put it right back in the exact spot so the kicker can kick it. Because, like, you know, they base everything off of that spot. That's how they set right. the kick up. So, like, that's what it's used for. He was like, and it is illegal to bring foreign objects, but if it's, like, something that you get from the field, it's fine. So, like, if it's if you're playing on a grass field and you grab some, like, grass that was painted white, you know what I mean? Rip up right. a few, like, like a you know, a clump of it. Not a clump, you know, like a few pieces. And just use that as your as your visual cue. Like, that's cool. What if you have, but, like, tape on your wrist or something? Is that considered a foreign object? I don't know. Like, you find a piece of tape on the ground, and you're like, oh, can you use that for the game? What if you pull, yeah, peel off know. a piece of tape, throw it on the grass, wait five minutes, be like, oh, look at that, not a foreign object, and you use this for my visual? You probably have to, like, snag it on your way out there. Yeah. Hmm. That's interesting. I didn't even realize that. Yeah. Um... Our boy Brad, who's a Cowboys fan, obviously sent us a, a link trying to call the Eagles out, and I was like, "Well, but here's the thing, right? They, it was they were seen doing it in a, on an extra point in a forty-eight to twenty-two victory. Um, I don't think it mattered. Yeah, but then you have somebody, a couple other teams. I think the Lions and Washington both got called doing it this year, and I think last year or two years ago, Harrison Bucker." Whoever's hit, whoever his holder was at the time got Saul like doing that with a 53 yard game winning field goal. Like, okay, that feels a little different. 
Yeah, but if it's like just for visuals, it's not like it's helping the kick go farther. Yeah, you're you not. Know what they're I mean? not like propping it up on anything. Right. It's yeah. I don't. I don't see why that's really an issue if it's just helping. Like agreed, you know but I mean, mean a rule is a rule is a rule. So like, if you're gonna, if it's gonna rules be a rule, to be you gotta kind of call for everybody. You're not Actually. cheating. You ain't trying. Um. But yeah, I think it's like a whole lot of nothing. Right, like it's really, it really doesn't matter. Like, yeah, he he broke the rule, and like, obviously, we're biased as fucking birds fans. But it just feels like, yeah, it's not like he's bringing a T out there. You know what I mean? Right, right. Well, dude, that's the whole thing. Like with being a, a, a Yanks fan, where it's like supposedly that whole thing came out about how the Yankees were getting juice balls and all this, and it's like, what are are the Yankees just not supposed to hit the baseballs that are being thrown at them? It's not like it's, it's their doing. You know what I mean? It's, it's not like they're bringing their own bucket of balls. Saying, well, it could be their coaches doing. No, it's not. The MLB issues the balls, not the Yankees. Well, you think that the fucking owner of the Yankees doesn't talk to the dude running the show at the MLB? Rob Manfred? Yeah. He's the most corrupt motherfucker out of all of them. So, exactly. So why would so, the Yankees... So it's, it's so why would the Yankees owners the Yankees. be like, yo, we need... Well, the Yankees were the only one getting juice balls. So why wouldn't the Yankees owner be like, yo, we're about to have fucking... Get, we gotta get all the bodies in these stands, right? Let's fucking sell. Dude, as many the tickets. Yankees are the last team that need help selling seats. What? That makes no sense. They're I literally mean, maybe. The, the, no, not give even me the close. stats. You can't just say that. You can't just say Yankees sold tickets. Give me the stats that say go, they're, they're dude, having sold at, out games every single like every look it up. Game. They have the most attendance out of every team, at, like almost every year in teams years that we barely make the playoffs. We have the most attendance. Okay, so well, you're I'll, sitting I'll, here telling me that the owner of the Yankees, who you think is the greedy, one, like one of the greediest motherfuckers, and you need to go back to Steinbrenner, you think it's above him? He is to, a Steinbrenner. What are you talking about? Oh, uh, well, whatever. The old head who you said would spend all the money and didn't care about payroll, he just cared about winning, and now this guy doesn't want to run the payroll up. Like, you think he's not going to be like, all right, let's fucking MLB juice these balls? I don't think it's above him. Well, okay, I don't think it's above anybody if we're talking in terms of that, any of the owners. If the MLB came to any of the owners were like, we're going to juice your balls, I don't think any of them would say no. But I don't think that's how how it works. I think Manfred just does it purposefully because he knows the Yankees are getting the most viewers anyway, so they're going to juice the balls to make the game more exciting for the most viewers. That's how. That's the whole reason that they do it. And they had Judge about to break a 62 or 61 year record where they're like, all right, well, people are tuning in to watch him break the record. So we're going to juice the ball so that he hits the record. Yeah, I guess. But I mean, you can't be mad at everybody else for being mad at the Yankees for getting juice balls, even if it is mostly the MLB doing it. Yeah, but it's not, I'm saying it's not the Yankees' fault that any of this is happening. You know what I mean? It's not like they're requesting juice balls because, oh, we're the Yankees. But you, you want us to be like the Yankees go out there and be like, oh, these balls are juiced. We're just going to not swing at them. Uh, I mean, maybe not not swing at them, <laughs> but maybe have like a, like a half of an ounce of dignity and be like, we, you know. They they probably, the players didn't even know, dude. It's not like they, they even knew any of that shit was going on. They don't, I mean, there's definitely That's some. That's what they sort want of you like, to think. There's some conspiracies with Pete Alonso a few years ago when the balls were actually juiced and he was like, yeah, they're juicing the balls, blah, blah, blah. And then it came out that they were, but. It was a league-wide thing. I think it's just fucking Manfred at the top of everything where he's like, how can I make the game the most interesting in the most terrible ways? Because he doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. Yeah, it just feels like you can't be mad at people for being mad at the Yankees for getting juice balls. Why not? Like, 
I mean, I'm kind of mad at the at the Lakers for getting like better ref calls. They get better ref calls, or they just get better yeah. refs. No, 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 no. They get they get better ref calls. But why is that? Well, a lot of teams do because the league wants them to go to the finals. Right, but like that's not the Lakers' fault. <laughs> you don't think it's the Lakers' fault at all? No, if they're getting, it's not the they're not the ones fucking supplying the refs and saying give us the better call. They might it's be the, the ones that are in the league's pocket and saying, you know, hey, you know, feel free to uh, get us to the uh, NBA finals so we can sell you know NBA finals tickets. No, I don't think the league would. I don't think the league w- would be like a substantial enough money to be like, okay, we're gonna fucking rig it that much in your favor. You know what I mean? Like, how much no, is the, like well, they they did for the Lakers in like. Oh two or oh one, there was there there was a like a like a very significant series. I think it was the Western Conference Finals. It was them and the Kings, and the Kings were up three games to one or three games to two, and like the the Lakers were just getting all the softest calls in their favor, and the Kings were getting literally nothing. They were getting hacked and like the discrepancies between fouls and like free throws, and then the yeah. final margin of the game. It's like widely known to be the like the most obvious job fixing in like professional sports history except maybe soccer i don't i don't know the history of soccer but like american sports i feel like like, that's that's the thing with basketball though i feel like it's like the easiest sport to fix because of that it is it is that's just a problem with the sport you know what i mean like it's super hard i think that's a problem with the league too i i wish the league would have a third party referees yeah the nba and the referees are corrupt like i remember seeing like some documentary about that a few months ago about how like there was this whole scandal and even college basketball kind of the same way yeah the whole refing industry is like a big cesspool that's why we just need robots dude bring in the fucking robots bring in the dancing robots nah you can't do that either not for basketball why? it takes away all sort of bi- well yeah but nope for baseball it does take away I'm, bias, I'm all but about like, it you need to a certain extent like you need to ref in the moment you know what i mean like the like it's different for baseball because it strikes balls outs right like ejections are like and like physical altercations are like you know, the only thing maybe you need some judgment for, and those are rare, right? But, like, if, you, if you're if you in a basketball game, you can't call every single foul. There's fouls on every play, right? In football, right. there's holding on every play. Right. You can't – like, that would just be so hard to have a robot use judgment in those kind of situations. And, like, in, like, the context of the game as a whole, like, some games are just, like, you know, rougher than others. More and physical, players are going to yeah. get away with more. And, like, it just goes that way sometimes. Did you Baseball, see how they were do the robots? Well, yeah, I know. I think it was you that said this the other day when we were on COD, how they're going to be implementing the robo umps for all, all AAA all games. Robo umps for AAA, yeah. Fire me up, dude. There's like that challenge. Have you seen the challenge system where like you get like a certain yeah, amount of challenges as helmets. a batter? Yeah. 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 I like that. It's super quick. But yeah, I think they're just going straight all robo, not even like the challenge this year, which is pretty dope. Um, but sometimes you, you get dummy nice ump performances. Like there was one ump that was like 100% accuracy in a yeah, World Series Yeah, but those are game. super rare, So dude. rare, I know. Super rare. Like two or three a year out of all They're going to the be games, even – well, I guess they wouldn't be more rare. They would be uh, pretty much 24-7 if you had robo-umps. Did you – yeah. <laughs> Literally every game. <laughs> Did you see how they were doing like the quick review in the the football games over the weekend? How yeah, it was like it would yeah. be called like a catch, and then they'd be like, "Oh, never mind." Like Booth said, it wasn't a catch because it clearly yep. wasn't. Like, yeah, I, I like that. That was cool. How like quick and concise it was. Me too. 
they're probably at that point you can almost get away of coaching challenges like to an extent, right? Because it's like if it's close, you could be like, all right, let's look at this. You know what I mean? Right. If you're already looking at everything, just be like, uh, we actually don't think like either say like, no, that's definitely not like a catch, whatever, overturn it then and there, or be like, oh, that's actually too close, too close for us to tell quickly. Like, let's try to get some more angles and get the call right. Where you can almost eliminate challenges, except for you know. Bad challenges where the fucking coach is going to lose it because obviously he's wrong. Yeah, which happens more than you'd think. Yeah, then you're just losing a timeout, basically. Right. You want to get into this weekend's games? Um. Yeah. So we already talked a bit about Chiefs and Jags, but then that's so that's a Saturday afternoon game, and then the Sunday or Saturday night game is we got the Birds and the Giants. The Birds and the Bees. And I'd be lying if I said I wasn't nervous. I think after seeing how well the Giants played against the Vikings is like it's putting a little little oh okay but like I'm still yeah. I'd still rather play them than like the Cowboys this round you know what I mean Yeah just because I feel like their def- I mean the Giants have a good defense but the Cowboys defense scares me a lot The Giants have an okay defense they don't have a great rushing defense and like dude let's just pound the ball fucking Boston Scott Miles Sanders if we can yeah. run the ball at 5 yards a clip we're money Yeah and Jalen Hurts is going to do his thing through the air, so. Yes. Um, and he, my whole thing well, is, like. will do his thing rushing the ball, too. I just want our defense to have one of those games where they come out and just, like, you know, keep it keep, keep them to, like, one touchdown at the half, dude, and we'll be, we'll be golden. One touchdown each half, dude. I'm fine with that. Maybe, like, throwing a field goal or two. If they get, yeah. I don't, like, keep, then basically saying, like, keep them under 20 points, right? 20 points right. is going to be two touchdowns, two field goals. Right. Um, Keep them under 20. Put up 30-plus. Make let's me happy. Make me make me feel good, right? And let's get a couple turnovers. Yeah, right. Like I'm about I it. feel like the Eagles' defense is very streaky. Where like sometimes they'll fucking be turning the ball over four times a game, and sometimes you know then they don't get a turnover for four games. Um, but I mean, you know, let's start that streak now because we didn't, we haven't looked great at the end of regular season. Yeah, dude, give me like a give me like a forced fumble on a sack or something like that. Yeah, or a pick. Or a pick. Like a stri- I, I'd like a, strip a pick. Sack but or a pick. I, I love seeing a good strip sack, dude, because that's just like it's I feel I mean not to say that interceptions aren't like well worked, but like when you get when you beat an offensive line, get to the quarterback and get the ball, like that fires me up. Yeah. Yeah, that's money. Um so I don't know, we'll see. I'm I'm definitely nervous, but I think we should get a win. I'm hoping we're gonna get a win. What are you doing for the game? Um I was going to go golfing Saturday, but it's going to be cold as shit. So I might just hang out for the day and kind of just like vibe. Might go to the record store and then probably just going to come home and make a banging ass dinner, dude. Just throw a few beers back and watch the game. Yeah, I think that's what I need to do. I would love to watch it with my boys because obviously some of my boys here are Eagles fans. And then like Chris is a Giants fan. And my boy Timmy's kind of like a Giants fan sometimes when he watches football. So like that would be fun. But at the same time, it's like I don't feel like driving 45 minutes for an 8.15 start. That's not going to end before 11.30, and I'm going to get home so late. Like, Going to get home so late, and if you have to do all that driving, like you probably won't be able to drink that much. Well, Lex will, will drive because she's homie. Oh, true, true. But then we have a birthday party the next day at a brewery, so it's like... Hmm, yeah. I, I feel like I, you got you to gotta wait. Like, I mean, obviously, we got to win this game first, but like NFC Championship game with the boys would probably be more worth it. Yeah, especially if it's the Cowboys because Brad's a Cowboys fan. Yeah. Um, Who would you rather see in the championship game, Cowboys or Niners? 
Um, the part of me that hates the Cowboys wants to see the Niners because, like, the further that the Cowboys make it, the less happy I am. Yeah. Um, but I mean, be who I would ra- who I would rather beat more probably it probably doesn't matter. I think the Niners are better, but I mean, with the Cowboys, it's different because it's divisional opponent. Yeah. Um. But I think the Niners are a better team. I don't really want to play either of them, but we're going to have to play one of them if we make it that far. Yeah, I feel like I'm at a point, dude, where, like, all right, say we win this weekend and, like, the other NFC game goes on, like, the Cowboys win. I'm almost at a point where, like, give us, like, their first NFC championship game in how, like, almost 30 years and let us be the fucking party spoilers, dude. Like, how fucking awesome would that be? The Eagles come out of nowhere this year. The one year the Cowboys finally make a championship game. And the Eagles just come out of nowhere and shit on them. Like, that would be so fucking sick. Especially after the last time we played them, dude, where it was like, you know, we didn't have Jalen and it was just like a frustrating yeah. game to watch on, yeah. on Christmas Eve. Like, that would be an awesome game. I kind of hope that it's close against the Giants. The Eagles? I hope, yeah. I Why? hope what we win, obviously. But if it's close against the Giants and we win – then and like let's say the Cowboys and the Niners have like a shootout, right? Like they both like high scoring. I think it's possible that the Eagles could be underdogs at home in the NFC Championship, just like the year we won the Super Bowl. Yeah. Like after the way we finished the regular season, and then if we don't fucking like blow out the Giants, the, the Giants, and it's like close, and maybe they don't look amazing, then it's like all right, like maybe the books are gonna books are gonna be like. Well, the Cowboys just fucking smoked the Bucks, and the only way that they're going to beat the Niners is if they smoke them because the Niners' offense is legit. So you got to put up points, yeah, right? or not smoke them, but beat them in a high-scoring game, right? And they're like, oh, you know, maybe they're going to fucking go and shit on the birds too, and then they'll look at the last game where the Cowboys beat us at the, like, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I feel like the Cowboys are, like, streaky to a point where it's, like, they get hot for, like, two or three games, you know what I mean? And then they have that one just, like, fucking shit show. Dak throws a pick six, two other interceptions, yeah. you know, their defense just explodes. Like, Yeah, I don't know. I wouldn't really want to see either. Like, I mean, the Cowboys and the Niners are both good teams, but I think the Niners are better. I don't know. That's going to be a good game. That's, the Niners yeah. and Cowboys is going to be a great game. Um, that will be a good game. Also, wouldn't mind Brock Purdy just like shoving his wiener down their throat and throwing for like four touchdowns and blowing them out. Yeah, that wouldn't be bad that would either. Be, that would be pretty sick. And then you know they come into the link and just get obliterated by the Eagles on our way to the Super Bowl. Um, here's the here's the question for you: Who would you who do you want to see? Like, if the Eagles make the Super Bowl, who would you want to see in the Super Bowl? Bills. Bills. Yeah, I think Josh Allen. I think our defense could feast on Josh Allen. That's possible. I just think that they, that would be the best because that's who Lex likes. Like that would be the most fun for me. Speaking of that, dude, you know what Maggie told me? We're sitting here watching football the, the other weekend. She's like, I was like, who are, you're like, she was. I forget what we're talking about. We're talking about like fandom and, and sports or like football. And she was like, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna be a Bills fan. And I looked at her. I was like, why, dude? Like that's like the that's like the bandwagon everyone's jumping on right now. I was like, why, 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 like, why not just be an Eagles fan? She's like, oh, I'm not jumping on the Eagles. Didn't they like just win the Super Bowl like a few years ago? It's like, yeah, but it's like we were underdogs the whole year, pretty much after Carson Wentz got hurt, and then we were yeah. really bad for a few years, and like Jalen Hurts just came out of nowhere, and it's like this is the first year we've been like really, really good. Like, like yeah, this is the first year we've gotten good. any respect. Right, right. And it took and a while to like, get the respect. Yeah. It, 
it's fun being an Eagles fan and a Philly fan in general, dude. Like it's the same all the way across the board, and it's just blatant disrespect everywhere you look. Um, and it's funny because like Lex like would just hear me like complaining about sports media until she started living with me, and like, sh- and now she actually sees like how bad it is because like. Uh, cause now I complain to her a lot more and I'm like, look at how they're fucking hating on us. It's pretty much my message. Like, <laughs> like the shit that people say about Philly teams is just so egregious sometimes. And it's just like, and she's like, no, like I see it now. And it makes me like when the Eagles and like the Philly teams do better, do good because it's like, you guys, like the media always is like, nah, they're not legit. Like count, count you out and like shit's on you. I'm like, yeah, you damn skippy, bro. They do. They do be doing that. I mean, I remember like the Phillies at the beginning of last year was like pretty much counted out from the beginning. And, and the whole uh, playoffs. And then Joe Girardi got fired like halfway through. Rob Thompson takes over and it's like you guys go on this crazy run. Still getting like disrespected in the playoffs, like going into the World Series. You're like, dude, even going into the World Series, like, oh, dude, Houston's going to steamroll you guys. You go out and take game one. It's like, what? Yeah. Casual. Um. So Hakeem Olajuwon said this yesterday about about Embiid. He's got all the moves, but leveraging the moves is different. Why would he be shooting threes? And then about Jokic, he says his shot, his fakes, they're very difficult to time. You don't know when he's faking and when it's real. He has tricks. He's the one. Last year, Jokic from three, 97 of 288, 33.7%. Embiid from three, 93 of 251, 37.1%. So Jokic shot 37 more threes, and he didn't shoot them as well. But now he's like, why is why is Embiid shooting all these threes? Jokic is the one. Jokic is shooting them more and not making as many. Not, yeah, yeah, what, dude? That's just like blatant not not having any like proof behind your statement. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's just like pure bias. Yeah. Like, show me something to back that up, dude. I got nothing. I don't know. That's hilarious. Just, that's just the way it is in Philly, dude. Dude, like, I feel like that's especially just like... Embiid not getting the MVP last year and Jokic. Yeah, getting that it. was bullshit. Jokic dude. is probably going to get it again this year too. I think he's the favorite right now. Really? Is he having yeah. a better year than he did last year? No, it's, it's like the same. Like same, yeah, same, same uh, shit. But I mean, same is still really good, right? Like, I think he just had another thirty-point triple double. I think he's got two this year. That's. I mean, that's not Jeez. bad. Yeah. And and Bede's got like more forty point games or forty five point games than everybody else in the league combined, though. What are he just the, put up? What are the Sixers sitting at right now? I don't know. He just and Bede just put up like forty and nine rebounds, two blocks, I think. The Sixers are twenty eight and sixteen, third in the East. Oh, that's not bad. I, for some reason, I thought you guys were like sitting fifth or sixth. No, well, they were, like, not good. Embiid missed some time, and they were sitting around 500. But since he's come back, they've been better. Yeah, they're 28-16. and 16, a one. If they win their next game, they'll be tied with the Bucs. The Bucs are 29-16. and 16. Damn, the Celtics are going off. Yeah, but it's early, so a lot of ball left. Yeah, there's a lot of ball left. Um, but also then the Nets are right there at 27-16. and 16, The Cavs at 28-17. and 17. Dude, the top of the East is kind of tight. Yeah, I actually have this in my note that like it's so wide open for a change. Like, look at the West. You got the Nuggets and the Grizz at the top, and then it's Pelicans, Kings, Mavericks, and like they're all solid teams. <clears throat> but like, 
you do have nuggets and grits at the top of the West, but the rest of the teams below, especially if they're all healthy, seven game series, bro, like they can go either way. Yeah, that's and then true. In the in the East, like the top five to me are super legit. The Pacers are no joke. Um, I mean the Heat are good. The Hawks can make a run in the playoffs. You saw that last year. The Bulls, yep. I don't know what the fuck they're doing, but they actually don't have a bad team. And then honestly, there's the Knicks who are the fucking highest ranked team of the ones that I didn't say. But you don't, you don't. I don't it's know. too early. I don't to trust tell them, with them in the dude. playoffs. Yeah, it's all. too early to tell with them. I don't trust the Sixers in the playoffs at all. If we're being fair, I just like I know that the Knicks are like a, an okay regular season team that will probably flop in the playoffs. Whereas you look at like the Hawks, who are a team that will barely make the playoffs, but will be that kind of dark horse villain. I mean, honestly, dude, at this point in the year, the Knicks are having a better season than what they typically do. Like twenty five and twenty is not great, but like they're sitting sitting at the sixth spot. Like I think at this time last year, we were like five spots below. We were sitting like ten, ten or eleven. And we just stayed that fringe team like all year. Um, yeah, they're very they're very streaky, dude. Like they'll go on like an eight, yeah, eight they and are one seven and two kind of streak, and then they'll fucking lose four or five in a row, and they'll just keep that pace all year. It's frustrating as hell. That's how the Hawks have been. They haven't had more than like a three game win streak this season. But I maybe that's just had, the like Knicks an eight are. or nine game win streak, and then yeah, they like did. I said, they were really good like the first half of December. Yeah, they were on a crazy streak, I think. Um, in the NHL, we got Ivan Provorov catching some heat. The Flyers had um, their Pride Night last night, and in their pregame skate, they had everybody had like these LGBTQ plus sweaters on, and he didn't want to wear it, so he just like didn't skate with the team. It's not like he went out in like his regular warm. He just didn't go out with everybody. Um, and people were like, like, like after the game, people were asking him about it, and he was like, "Look, he was like, I think everybody has a right to their choice, and like that's like that's fine. Like I don't, I don't." dislike people based on their choices but i also have a right to my choice and you know it's against my religion so like you know i didn't want to do it and i think i should be able to have that choice so that's all i'm gonna like say about that if you guys want to ask me any hockey questions that'd be really cool um it's the best way to handle that too dude it's like that's yeah literally like the whole point of living in america is like you have exactly yeah but you know society wants it to be like you have that freedom unless you don't agree with those people. You know, if you don't agree with other people, then, you know, blah, blah, blah. But that, then that's, at that point, just not having that freedom. Right. Okay, so only some people have freedoms, is what right. you're saying. Um, And the NHL's activism partner, called they're called You Can Play, was was like, oh, like, you know, he, negative, he negatively imp- impacted the Flyers' pride night. Like, you know, it's a bad look for the league. Um, you know, I think we just need to, like, talk to him and, like, educate him and all this stuff. It's like, or you can just let the dude fucking practice his religion. How about... And stay true can... to his his faith. Dude, I... Like, feel free. It's super annoying to me because, like... Like, I'm not saying, like, I don't agree, but, like... People are allowed to have their opinions, even if you don't agree with them. And if they don't agree with you and have a different opinion of you, you don't like shun them. You just say, "Hey, I don't agree with yeah. you." And guess what? That's okay. And, He's not causing any harm by doing that. And you also can't force people to conform to your beliefs, right? It's not just saying as his bad beliefs as the are fucking right. like, Bible thumpers that are fucking throwing Christianity down your throat every second that they get. Like you're just right. as bad as them trying to force people to practice like something that that you're about. You know what I mean? Right. That's exactly what it is, dude. It's a and Bible I don't think it ruined Pride different... Night. 
No. I think, you know, <laughs> they went out and they won 5-2 and everybody had a good fucking time. If, if 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 that's what's letting you ruin Pride Night, then, like, that's saying more about you than Right, and it's not like not he went it. out. Like, I bet you most of the fans there, other than the ones that are like, oh, I really like Ivan Provorov, nobody noticed that he didn't go out for skate with the team. Yeah, exactly. And I bet, dude, it's one thing if he had gone out with, like, a fucking... Uh, like a hate flag and skated around with the team. You know what I mean? Right. Or even like, or even like with his own Jersey that it would, that would have been like more of a distraction. He just right. was like, all right, I'm just going to hang out in here and be unproblematic. Right. Like you guys go do your thing, but like, I don't, you know, that doesn't kind of al- align with what I believe in. So I'm going to, I'm going to hang back on this one. All right, dude. And if you just forced everybody to, uh, that's like straight up what the Nazis were too. <laughs> what if it was fucking alcoholics day? And it was, hey, alcohol, let's fucking come to the stadium. And everybody went out, and they were like, all right, we're all going to rip shots fucking pregame. And yeah. one dude was like, nah, bro, I'm sober. Like, I don't want to rip shots. And, and then they were like, like shame, oh, dude, shame. You you didn't want to go rip shots with us before the game. We need to educate yeah. you and get you hammered. <laughs> educate you on the percent of alcohol you should be drinking. What if yeah, that was his education? What... You have to sleep with a man, and then you will understand. <laughs> and then you'll understand. That's obnoxious, dude. It's just yeah. I get the whole like having a pride night. I think it's awesome. Like you know, yeah, yeah. Make people feel empowered and like put a spotlight on on like people that haven't gotten that spotlight in many years past. And I think it's awesome. And also, make people feel included and welcome. And like that's what right. it's all about, right? But like you know, you can't fucking be berating one dude for quietly just you know staying out of it, right? Yeah, dude, it's just like that shouldn't be in that shouldn't be what's in the news. What's in the news should be like we had Pride Night. This is what came of it. Like look at like the yeah, great time we that we celebrated had. all these people. Yeah, like, not oh this dude wouldn't get up and skate with his team. Like yeah, who fucking yeah. cares, dude. I don't know. And it was probably they probably had a bunch of cool shit going on because they the, like the Flyers theme nights are usually pretty good. Yeah, and it's, like, just hockey games in general always have some fun shit going on, dude. Like, yeah. Always gonna be a good yeah. time. You could go to a fucking, like, I don't know what it's called, like, AHL, minor league hockey AHL. game, and it's still yeah, gonna be AHL. a great time. Used to go to the Hudson um, Valley River Rats, or Albany River Rats games all the so time when I was little. Alyssa, Alyssa was texting Cassandra and was like, oh, like, me and Mike went to this AHL hockey game that they have, like, they have a team here in San Diego. She was like... And there was this dude in front of us who was so obnoxious, screaming the whole time. He was worse than Kenny. <laughs> I was like, oh boy, he wasn't been, he wasn't been real bad. <laughs> I was, uh, dude, it's funny that you say that because I was watching the new Son of a Boy Dad episode today while I was working. And they had these two guys on, I forget, but they're like Philly boys, obviously, because Roan's a big Philly guy. Yeah. And Roan, they're talking about how, like, when you go to the game, like a baseball game, you sit in the outfield, like, you try and get, like, the wall seats behind the outfielder so that you can, like, chirp the opposing left fielder or right fielder. And yeah. Ron was like, oh, dude, I'll be, like, in their ear all game. Like, I'm being loud and obnoxious, blah, blah, blah. And he goes, and it's funny because sometimes, you know, like, he'll come back out. Like, the fielder will come back out with his batting glove in his back pocket, but just, like, the middle fingers, like, sticking out. So, it's, like, it's, like, a good fun, like, good time just, like, chirping. And he's, yeah, like, yeah. it's just, like, Philly, Philly scum, scummery. Like, that's what it is. Yeah. And the other guys, yeah. the other guy was on there, and he was, like, he's, he's a Philly guy, too. But he was just, like, dude, I just, like, don't have it in me, man. I can't do it. Like, I feel like I'm just, like. 
being too loud and obnoxious for like all the people around me. And then I got like kids around me and all that. And Ron's like, nah, fuck that dude. Like I get right up on the wall and I'm fucking yelling at this guy. I'm like hyping up the yeah, crowd, like getting everybody yeah. involved and stuff. I was like, that's the best right, thing bro. is that you're in Philly. So most of the people in Philly are down with it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Except for this one time I was at this one union game. It was a playoff game and it's me, Cassandra and Lex. And there's like a family sitting in front of us. Right. And, I'm fucking hooting and hollering and okay, there's some F-bombs flying. Whatever, dude. I'm drunk at a union game hollering. Like, bro, it's a soccer game. They have the most rowdy fans hands down across the world. Like, <laughs> yeah. and you know, you then put that in Philly. That's what you get. And I dude, she was like kind of she was kind of like giving me some dirty looks and like she might have said something at one point. And I was just like not saying not saying anything to her, just like I was like saying it to like Cass and Lex. And I was like, it's wild, bro. We paid like the same exact price as everybody else did to sit in these seats. So we have like the same exact right to sit here and say whatever we want as the other people that got these tickets. Um, and then eventually they left early. I, I just like can imagine like the the family, like the soccer family snob too. You know what I mean? Like like the soccer fans that are like all family oriented, but like super snobby about everything. Yeah. Like the, like. Pretty much the soccer snob kid that plays like every team has one where it's like one or two yeah, kids yeah. on the team that are the soccer snobs. It's like that family. So then this year we went to a, the first playoff game and there was a couple like maybe five rows behind us from Cincinnati. That's who we played in the first round. And the lady was hammered, bro, and she was having a good time. And like that's fine with me, bro. Like get on with it, but like expect it back. And there was this one dude in front of me. It was two dudes, and I think between them they had like six different seats. And then one guy was fucking pissed drunk, dude. He was hollering the whole time, and he was giving it right back to this lady, telling her like shut the <laughs> fuck up. All this stuff was just dude ripping her a new one. I don't even remember the shit he was saying, but like everybody was cracking up. Um. And then we had, like, there's a bunch of chants in the stadium, and it was, go back to Ohio, go <laughs> back to Ohio. It was so much fun, dude. It's a blast, dude. Sports games are fucking who. Get a nice little buzz on, get in there, get get yourself feeling confident, get that, oh, that yeah. liquid courage, dude, and, and get to holler and enjoy yourself. Dude, that's how, like, even the uh, Yankees-Mets game we went to over the summer where we're sitting in the bleach yeah. creatures is just the fucking, the energy of the stadium, dude, and just being around all those people that are yeah. like, just as passionate about the sport as you are, it's so fucking awesome. Yeah, I'm definitely, like, outgrowing it a bit now because now I go to games with Lex, and Lex doesn't get rowdy, so I don't get as rowdy. Like, sometimes I do if, if I'm feeling good and I'm drinking too much at the ballpark. Like, when it was Phillies-Mets in New York – the Phillies were – we went to this one game. The Phillies were not doing well, like, the whole time. Uh, Cassianos hits a bomb. Like, Phillies take the lead in the top of the eighth. And I'm like, let's fucking go. <laughs> and then in the bottom of the eighth, the fucking Mets went yabo and took the lead and ended up winning the game. I was like, all right, this is uh, very fun. Right. It's not fun anymore. <laughs> uh, but for the, the most part, I'm just chilling, dude. Like, I, I now I usually just, like, smoke and eat some crab fries and get a couple beers. <laughs> just <laughs> – and just chill, yeah. dude. Eat some crab fries, drink a couple Millers. Like I leave there feeling good, but I'm not like rowdy. Yeah, yeah. That's the like, the epitome of the Knicks and Sixers game we went to, bro. We snuck, we smoked in the parking lot, and just sat up there with a beer, and was just like it was like playing 2K from the fucking stadium seats. Yeah, dude. it was awesome, dude. That's the best way to do it. Way better to fucking smoke, especially for those indoor games. That's the way to do it for the birds. If you're if I'm outdoor. No, I think it's just if it's the birds. If it's the birds, I would rather drink and be getting rowdy because that shit's fun. Yeah. Um, but like Flyers, Sixers, Phillies, 
smoking and chilling, nice. Union, I want to drink and get rowdy. Yeah, I mean, dude, but the I'd Union's fucking... such a small stadium too. Oh, it probably feels like way more intimate though. Yeah, all like all the seats are like one hundred level seats. They don't have like a upper level or second like that. deck. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah, so it's like That's you're awesome. more like in the action. You're chanting the whole time. We went to the season opener this year. Um, and we were like three rows up from the keeper and I was giving it to the keeper the whole time talking about his poopy diaper and how his mom has to change it. <laughs> and like my sister hated it and Lex hated it, but like all the people around us loved it and they were fucking egging him, <laughs> like, like getting on this guy too. And I was like, let's go. Let's baby. go. The people feed off that energy, dude. Dude's name was Miller. 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 Miller light. Miller. You got poop in your pants. <laughs> Uh, that's like my go-to that's my go-to heckle poop in the pants and poopy diaper i see i see that brown stain you can't hide it yeah i know that's not dirt brother (laughs) dirt don't run like that (laughs) cassandra she's like i'll never forget this one time we're at this fucking phillies game and you kept telling this dude that he had a hook in his mouth and she was like, and I didn't get it. And I was like, yeah, well, there's probably a hook. And it was probably in his mouth like a fish. And she's like, yeah, that's what you said at the time. And I'm like, because it makes sense. There's a hook in his mouth. What's not to get? <laughs> <laughs> I could just see her being all confused by that, too. Yeah, she's like, what the fuck, dude? Like, it doesn't make any sense. You're not even saying that he's bad at baseball or anything. You're just saying he has a hook in his mouth, himself. which isn't even true. No. <laughs> The poopy diaper thing, I'm sure he was not standing up there <laughs> with a diaper full of shit. But it's funny and it gets in players' heads, dude. Yeah. Oh, I was man. doing that so much when we were fucking there. For, we sat through a rain delay and then I was hollering that at the relief pitcher. And he gave up a walk-off grand salami to Bryce Harper. <laughs> That's because he had a hook in his mouth. No, because he had a poopy diaper. And then I picked this <laughs> fucking eight-year-old up like I was Simba. Or he was Simba. Did you really? No. Yeah, <laughs> you know what? I, was, I was eight year old. Yeah, yeah. I was talking to the kid before the game. We got there early, and we had good seats. We were like six rows behind the dugout, and so were they. And you know, they're trying to get autographs and stuff. So I'm like, it's like it's like probably like eight or ten kids that were on a team, and like you know, a couple of parents that took them. And we're shooting the shit, and he's like, "Yeah, we we had batting practice like with the Phillies like before the game. Now we got these seats, blah blah." blah. I'm like, "Yo, it's fucking dope." So I'm yelling at this dude's got poop in his pants, he got a poopy diaper, and only his mom can change him and all this stuff. And the the kid is sitting like a couple seats down. A bunch of people left because of the rain delay, so now we're like closer, and we're not closer, but there's nobody between us. And the kids like hollering the same stuff, like he's getting in on it with me. And then Bryce Harper went yard, and I fucking picked this kid up, and I was like, "Let's go!" <laughs> Yo, that's awesome, dude. I have never heard that story before. Uh, I don't know, dude. It's so funny. It was so. It was me, my mom, Bobby, and my aunt Beth, and. Yeah, dude, my mom was pissed because I was all fucked up, and she was like, she wanted to leave for the rain delay, and I was like, ain't no way, no how. And she was you like, well, you're dude. hammered, you're pitch drunk, and you're embarrassing me. And I was like, suck it up, buttercup. <laughs> I'm fucking hammered, and I'm having a good time. I'm having a good time. You're trying time. to ruin it. <laughs> <laughs> Puffing on zooties at the Phillies game. <laughs> nah, I was actually I was working in the office that day, so I took I. Got out of work and I went to the liquor store and I grabbed some shooters and I ripped them on the way on the subway on the way down to the stadium. And then I got out of the stadium. My parents, like my mom still wasn't there yet. 
So I just went to Xfinity Live. I wasn't allowed inside because I had my backpack. So I just sat at the outside bar, had a couple Millers, ripped a few shots. My mom got there. I threw my backpack in the car, went into the stadium feeling good, brother. <laughs> and then I just continued to drink and get hammered. Oh, uh, man, that's awesome. Yeah, I wish I lived close to like a sports. Even It doesn't even have to be like baseball, dude. I just want a pro sports team within 20 minutes of me. Yeah, it's it's not bad. There's always traffic, so it always takes like a half hour to get there. But yeah. I mean, it don't matter. Um, what uh, what else we got on this doc? Man City lost to United this weekend in the Premier League, which is a bummer. Especially Arsenal beat Tottenham. Um, so let's look at that real quick. Let's look at the at that table real real quick. Of course, that one like doesn't come up like easily. All the other ones do. Um, so Arsenal's at the top. They're four points ahead of City. Oh, City and United are actually tied on points, but City have a you know twenty more goal differential over than them. City and United City's... are tied. Yeah, they both have thirty nine points. And then Newcastle are in fourth with 38. Wow. Yeah, and then cool. it's Tottenham with 33, and then Fulham with 31, Brighton with 30, Brentford with 29, Liverpool are in ninth with 28, and Chelsea are in 10th with 28. Dude, it's getting, like, I mean, not late, but, like... Halfway, dude. Liverpool, yeah. like, Arsenal City, Liverpool, they, they all have 18 games played. That's half. It's a 36-game season. Yeah. Or no, is it Jeez. 38? It's 38. 38, it's 38. 38. So, I mean, but like Man U and Newcastle and Tottenham, they've all got 19 games played. They're halfway done, dude. We're halfway through the season right now. And Liverpool are in ninth and Chelsea are in 10th. Wow. Who would have thought, dude? Like, what like, a mix-up for like the, the top both, of the standings. They're both 10 points out of Champions League ball halfway through the season. Yeah, that's a lot. I mean, is Liverpool still in Champions League? Like they uh, made it out of so. their group, right? I think so, yeah. Chelsea um, are too. Yeah. Did you see the tweet that I tagged you in? Um, uh, When did you do it? This afternoon. No. Probably I not. not. Should I look at it? No, not right now. It's kind of long. Um, but I was like, if Johnny was a Liverpool fan and it was this dude and before the season, he's like, Liverpool are the best team, blah, blah, blah. Like, I don't see how we don't win fucking every trophy. And then it's like, it's like him. Like he does like a recap every, after every game. So it's like Liverpool are terrible. This team sucks. They're so bad. Oh, like this team's terrible. And then it was like, look at us now. Like, look at us get our form. And it's like, (laughs) we're terrible. Like we suck. And then it's like, and then it's like. I forget everything I said before. This is the start of the season for Liverpool. Like we're gonna take the Champions League by storm. Like we're coming for you in the Premier League, and then it's just like this team's fucking shit. And then it's like, and then they win, and it's like we are so good. And it's like, how do we lose to Man United? Um, and it's so funny. I'm like, dude, this is just Johnny. Like when the Yankees are bad, like like for like a streak, it's like so low. The world is it's, ending, it's just like dude. it's just quicker turnaround in soccer because all the like every game is more meaningful in soccer. Right. Right. Um. So it's but it's like the same kind of ebbs and flows, and then it's like when we play this good, we're beating everybody. Like we're the best team, <laughs> blah blah blah. And it's like so they beat City one nothing when Bobby and I went to the game in Philly, and that was a good game. And he was like, 
this is the fucking Liverpool. I know like, we play like this. Nobody's touching us. And then the next week they lose to like Brighton or Brentford. And he's like, are you like for nothing? And I'm like, Jesus Christ. Dude, I should do funny. a TikTok like that of the Yankee season coming up where it's like every week I'll just like do like a 10 or 15 second recap of how I'm feeling about the Yankees <laughs> or like, for the season. Or like every series. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Every series or even every game. Like, you watch every game. You know what I mean? So you could do, like, watch a game, do a fucking one-minute, like... Dude, I'm about to start... Instant fucking response fucking yeah, TikTok. Dude. Like, instant reaction TikTok. You know what I mean? I'm about to start doing that for, like, all, like just start my own Yankee uh, TikTok account, like, separate of the one yeah. I have now. And just yeah, every yeah. game, recap it, like, with a TikTok afterwards with my thoughts and, like, funny reactions if I have any of those. Because, I mean... Sometimes I, like you said, I just be fucking the see the world's ending if the Yankees lose four games in a row in the middle of yep. fucking May. Yeah, yeah. So somebody took that kid's fucking like clips from all that kid's TikToks and mashed them up into a video. Put them together. Awesome. <laughs> oh man, I'm gonna. Have to it watch was like that when I get off. it was like it was like so I see City won in the Premier League and then I see in the Carabao Cup it's either gonna be City or Liverpool. I'm gonna give Liverpool the edge, and then the next video is like, all right, so Liverpool just got knocked out of the Carabao Cup by City. <laughs> Oh, speaking of cups, dude, did you see any of the um, El Clasico Super Cup, Super Cup final, Supercopa? No, I didn't. Sunday, last Sunday, no, dude. Barcelona, fucking Barcelona, let us have it, dude. It was uh, oh really? Three one, Barca ended up winning, and our defense looked Real Madrid's defense looked Terrible. bad. Um, I mean, nothing really. No aspect of our game looked great, and it was a little concerning because I was like, oh, dude, like. We got Champions League coming back. Like we gotta, we gotta find our form. Like this is not how you want to go into Champions League, especially, nah. dude. I think the World Cup really fucked us up. I think the World Cup happened. The uh, World Cup were, was being smack in the middle. You were yeah, vibing. dude. Our form was insane. Like we had a great Champions yeah. League group stage run. Like we, I'm pretty sure we went into the World Cup before it started. Like uh, top of the uh, La Liga table. I and think pretty you were much one game behind. Even or so, even, ever since then, dude, since the end of the World Cup, we've just been shit, man. It's been yeah. kind of depressing to watch. No, it's all right, dude. It's going to be okay. Yeah, still a lot of ball make, left. Make like, a good I, one. I'd, like to see, I'd like to see us get back to our form before Champions yeah, League starts I mean, I think, off again. I think, I think every team in bad form wants to get back to their form. Yeah, but every team in bad form is, doesn't always have a good form. That's the thing. That's true. That's true. And since you've seen the good form, you're like, all right, we, why can't we do that again? Right. Um. We only got one more thing on here, and that is Mac Miller's mixtape Kids hitting a billion streams on Spotify. I saw that today, and I was like, God damn, dude. Like, and I that's mean, just it's on Spotify alone. It's got a lot to do with the spins becoming so popular lately, for sure. Yeah, um, but also, like, it hasn't been on. But still, it hasn't billion? been on streaming since it came out. That's true, because it was just a mixtape. Right. Yeah, Billy with a B. That's a lot, dude. When did kids go on Spotify? Oh, oh, oh. I'm pretty sure it was only like two or three years ago, right? We're I don't know, dude. All I brought me was fucking Spotify kids. Uh, 2020, I think. Yeah, three years ago. I remember when it came out on streaming. I was like, oh, fuck, yeah, that's dope. Pun intended. Yeah, April 29th, this fucking headline from Hot New Hip Hop. Mac Miller's Kids mixtape finally hit streaming services. 
Yeah, April 29, 2020. And then they added, uh, I'm pretty sure Faces got added like uh, a few months after that. Yeah, it is. I got to listen to Faces more. I, I totally forgot about that one and I added it to my uh, record collection list. You got Faces on vinyl? No, I need to. It's on vinyl. Oh, I've seen oh. people have it on vinyl. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna. I haven't been able to find it anywhere. I hate ordering them online because it's not the same as like going into a record store and getting them. Yeah, but... I don't. I don't let myself order online anymore. That's my new rule. Is like I'm only gonna. Other people can order online for me, and that's why I have a list going because some of them are gonna be so hard to find. But other than that, I'm just gonna get everything fucking on. Like if only if I see it in a in store. store. Yeah, I think the yeah. only one I'm gonna actually plan on buying. Um, online is Gothic Luxury Meach's uh, new album because yeah, I yeah. I don't I just don't think that's gonna be like in stores really anywhere. Although the one um not the one we went to when you were here, but like my favorite record store in Wilmington, if you go on their website, dude, their front page will show you like everything new that they get in, like it updates like every day. So like the other Ooh. day when Maggie and I were going to the uh we're just like driving around doing shit and i was like yo let's go to yellow dog i was like oh i'm gonna hop on their website and see like what they got new i'm just scrolling and scrolling i'm like oh that's cool tyler the creator scissor album blah 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 and then i saw uh the flatbush zombies drugs mixtape on vinyl yeah i was like what the fuck that is a fine dude so i was like maggie we're going right now like going to the store and snagging that as fast as i fucking can i was like i had never in my life would i expect to find that on vinyl that was that was a sick find there's like moments like that where i'm like in the store it's like being in a fucking uh GameStop when you're like 11 years old and you're like it's it's the same feeling bro you're like oh i'm so excited you just flip through shit like the cheap ass fucking games like the five dollar games five dollar games and you find a gem you're like or like ncaa Uh, like 12 or some shit like that yeah yeah you're like oh ncaa from five years ago hell yeah fuck me up dude yeah um yeah, I I got a good list. So for Mac Miller, I need Faces, um, Best Day Ever, if I can find that on vinyl, Divine Feminine, and The High Life. I, I know those are on vinyl. And then I'll have pretty much everything of Mac's, except there's only one that I don't have, and we're going to do a draft, so I'm not going to say what it is that I really want um, that I'll, I don't think know if I'll ever find. I was really wondering if I could ever, if there would be a way that I could get custom-pressed 45s. I'm sure there is. It's probably going to be pretty because expensive, though. I know because for, so forty fives right. It's one song on each side. They're little like the size of CDs. It's yeah. just one song each side. And there's a Mac Miller project that I would love to get on forty fives. And there's um, by Cole False Prophets and Everybody Dies. Those are two oh, singles. That would be fire to have like they on have, a flip. They have the same album cover, and I love those songs. Dude. Those are like two yeah. of my favorite Cole songs for sure. I love those two songs. So like to have that on a 45 would be money because they're both singles. I'm not going to be able to get those on a record. A vinyl. Unless it's right. like a deluxe and they fucking added that. Like sometimes they'll do like a lot of the imports. They'll do like it'll be, you know, this song. We have if you have like extra space, sometimes they'll throw like a couple extras on there. Right. Of, like they're like hot, hot songs. But even then, it probably wouldn't be that. It'd probably be some radio hit. Yeah. And it's not going to be on like a Cole greatest hits vinyl, you know what I mean? Because no. I don't think those two songs are considered his greatest hits, but they're like like hidden gems. They're very good songs. Dude, I got such a good fucking vinyl wish list. I cannot wait to Dude, have like, like, all of that as my actual library. I'm like so proud of the collection that I have now, and I've built it over just like the last year or so. Yeah, it's pretty much like, what even, it's been for even, me too. Even less than that, dude. Like, I mean, I've always had like four or five that I liked, like tits and um fucking uh 
why why can't I think Illmatic and um yeah the Kendrick one to pimp a butterfly like I've I've had like some classics but like I really just got into it like a year ago and just started like I mean thirty bucks for a record it's like not much dude and it's like an awesome collection to start so yep why would I yeah, not I have I have six more on my Revolution list six on my slightly stupid six on J Cole four on Iration four Mac Miller. And then just like one Pepper album, All American Badass, um, and then obviously there's, I'm I'm gonna find other shit that I want that I don't want bad enough to add on the list. I gotta realize. get some. I gotta get some Joey. I gotta yeah. find some Joey. That would be sick. That's the other thing though, dude. I need to expand. Like I I only have like two or three vinyls that aren't rap. Like I've got I got uh, MGK, Pierce the Veil, and. There's another one I forget, but yeah. I think it's. I have some rock, like I have Blink One Eighty Two greatest hits. Um, I almost bought I that ACDC, one last week. I got Nirvana. I got a few Tom Petty albums. I got some Eric Clapton. Um, I got some CCR. I got a shit ton of Hank Junior from my grandfather. I got some Elvis. I got some old shit that I inherited from my grandfather. Yeah. Um, but I got I got some other shit that I got on my own too. But I, I like a lot of music, so I'll fuck with it. And I got some dookie ass Drake. I can't believe that's in my. You got my you got collection. some Drake. Yeah, I got it for Lex. I don't think it's ever been played, honestly. Which which one is it? I think it's Take Care. Oh, I mean, good Drake album to have. Yeah, I think that's her favorite. Um, you want to do this draft? I would want nothing more. All right, we're gonna draft um our favorite Mac Miller projects. Um. So EPs, mixtapes, albums, you know, whatever, whatever, you know, tickles your fancy to celebrate. Dude, so kid. we were talking about this earlier about like what draft we were going to do. And I said, maybe we should do Mac songs because we're going to run out of picks after like we do projects. But I didn't realize how many like different fucking mixtapes. So many. so many, dude. He pretty much put out like a project every year for a minute. Yeah, I mean that's what's that's what Logic is doing now. He's been doing for the past however many years, dude. It's gonna be awesome when he eventually does retire and he just has like this huge discography of music. Like, dude, in in what did he put out in twenty twelve? Anything? The yeah, Macadelic. But that's pretty short. Oh, Macadelic. But yeah, twenty twelve. And then in thirteen, watching movies with oh, the sound wait. off. Yeah, twenty twelve uh, was Macadelic. Continue. I'm gonna. I got to text Magoo about something. Um, yeah. So Macadelic was 2012. Watch our movies with the sound off. 2013. Faces. 2014. Good AM. 2015. The Divine Feminine. 2016. Um. Nothing in 17. I don't think so. But then swimming in 2018. Yeah. And then you know he died, and then Circles came out in 2020. But then before 2012, he had Blue Slide Park in 2011, Kids in 2010. I Love Life, Thank You also came out in 2011. Hello? Mac Miller. Yo, come here. Oh, well, never mind then. Huh? Thank you. So I know I showed you this, but for the... I mean, people aren't going to see this because it doesn't go on YouTube, but oh yeah, this is what dude. this is what Maggie painted over the weekend, and Not it came bad. out fucking, fucking awesome, sick. dude. Look yeah. how good Macadella came out, bro. I'm like, that's super I fucking know. hard to do. I know. 
But I came downstairs from gaming and watching football, and she was just sitting on the couch painting. And I was like, what are you doing? She's like, painting. Look at this. And I was like, it was before she had, like, obviously all this done. I was like, that's fucking awesome, dude. But, yeah, I can't wait to hang that one up because it came out really good. I don't know how she does it, dude. I could not paint like that. She's on her Bob Ross type shit. Ooh, Bobby boy. I've been watching a lot of Bob Ross lately, actually. He's a good watch. He's not bad. I can't say. I've been watching Bobby Ross lately. All right, you want to kick us off? Yeah, you want me to take my number one overall pick? I do. Who are you taking? Oh, this is actually a tough pick for me, dude, because I'm. there's two that are like my my like I don't have a single favorite project. I have two that are my number ones. Um but okay. I'm just gonna go based off of like what I've been listening to most recently. So I'm gonna take swimming with my number okay. one overall pick. Um and I think I think like that's my favorite Mac project because that was the first project that really showed his like evolution as an artist. He like kinda went into this like like R and B ish hip hop vibe where it wasn't yeah, like just Mackety raps. It was like more like artistic music, but it also sounded like he kept his true sound. Um and also like that's just like really nostalgic to me because like that was the summer that obviously like he died and Andy and I would listen to that album on our way to work uh um landscaping like every morning driving up to like North Myrtle Beach. It was like Mac Miller dropped swimming. We're gonna listen to it. We listened to it like every morning. And yeah. so it was just like really nostalgic to me. And it's like a big part of like mine and Andy's relationship. So like I hold it dear to my heart. Um, Swimming's good. You and I have such different Mac tastes, but I, I know. love swimming too. Which is why I think this um, draft is going to be fun. I think it's going to be easy. Yeah. I think it's going to be so easy for me. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm going to go with number one. It's tough to make which one my number one, but I know my top two. Um. Which is why I. That's how I. That's how I was. That's how exactly how I was. I think I'm going to go with kids with number one. That was like you know that was the first Mac that I listened to, and like kids along with like like Donald Trump like he dropped that one random single. Yeah, Um, that shit was fun. I just loved it, dude. And that's like my favorite kind of Mac is like that old school fun shit where he's just being a goon. Um, Yeah, love kids, dude. That was like the first vinyl that i was like i need this um and then for my number two i'm taking blue slide park and that's like that's Mm. the nostalgia one for me um like i have a a core memory of of buying it on my ipod on fucking itunes while i was taking a shit in my parents bathroom because my sister was taking a shower like we were getting ready to go to school and like out of that song that album had just like always like stuck with me and like i listened to it so much and like that was when it, like when that came out like we were in like middle school or high school it was like 2009 that was what I was right bumping. 2010 that was our first year of uh that was our freshman year of high school 2011 oh this one says this kid says oh blue side park I th- I yeah blue side park yeah. 2011 yeah pretty yeah. much like yeah around that time That's early fucking, high school dude that, that was, was like, when everyone was wearing like the uh the blue and the red mac shirts with like the you know yeah. like the little mac logo on them dude it's yeah, just like mac yeah. and like puffy letters i was not wearing that but i was like totally taking the mac swag of like yeah the button down flannel type john with a snapback with the, like yeah flat that, room snapback that wasn't me. yeah i've yep. seen like all the all the fucking music videos that are popping up from like kids because of the one billion and i'm like bro that was literally my style like i was rocking the fucking button up with the snapback like that's what it was yep. <laughs> yep 
That's fire. Um, I, I obviously knew those were going to be your two picks. Um, just because, I mean, we've had this conversation not on a podcast many times, I feel like. Yeah. Um, so I got I got two back-to-back now? Yeah, yeah. All right, I'm going with my second favorite project for Mac. Um, and I kind of knew you weren't going to take this one because you were just saying how you need to go back and listen to it. But I'm going with Faces. Yeah. Um, that's just like Mac at it. Like, I feel like that's Mac at it, like his darkest. You know what I mean? Like he's, yeah. he's, and he's going through some deep, dark shit when he made that project. And I saw, I watched a documentary about it, about like him going through like the studio sessions of him writing the songs and making all that shit. And even the guys that were like helping him produce it and um, all these like other artists that were coming in were like, yeah, he was like, he was in his bag, but he was like going through some dark shit, like with the drugs and um, sipping on lean and all that stuff. But like, there's just something beautiful about being like, I mean, it's the same with Slim Shady, dude, when he was fucking off of his shit with the drugs and stuff. It was Facts. like when he made like his best music and it's sad to say, but like, that's just the truth. Um, but also like Mac is not like, he's not like a, a fuck you type of guy like Slim or Eminem was. He was just like, yeah, yeah, he yeah. kind of, he kind of pushed his shit down, but like made it prevalent in his music. Just not with like a fuck you type of lyric. It was not with, like, like, with a, a sadness. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Faces is is got to be my second favorite, um, and then third, dude. This is tough because there's two that I really want to pick, and I think you might pick one of the two. Um, but I I, I probably got to go best day ever just because. Yeah, I was gonna take that. I, I that's like that's my like nostalgic Mac like OG like first Mac song I heard was best day ever, and um I remember to this day when that song comes on or like when it used to come on my iPad it would be like the YouTube version so it would be like the the music video version and I would mm. hear him like have you seen the music video where it's like him as a kid and he's like singing the song where it's like dun 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 oh dun, yeah and he's yeah, like, yeah and he's like singing it as a little kid. And it's like a it's like a song. VCR like somebody like yeah, took yeah. the fucking video on yeah, the like camera and it's him as a little Mac. kid yeah 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 that comes on dude and it's like I, I had a line like of songs where one would play and then I knew that next song was up next so like at the end of the first song I'd be like already going into best day ever because I just knew it was up next yeah and that was like yeah dude that uh, that album mixtape whatever it is money I like need to get that on vinyl yeah same for sure. And that's just good vibes, dude. More good, good vibes. vibes all the way around. That's like my like Mackety frat rap Mac Miller type of stuff. Like that's yeah. probably my favorite. Oh, yeah. I mean, I probably would say kids is more. I like kids more, but you obviously can't take that because you already picked it. But right. Best nah, day ever is right up great. there. Um, with my third pick, I'm taking and this is easy for me, right? It was going to be best day ever. And then this one, but this is easy for me. I'm taking the on and on and beyond EP. Mm-hmm. I knew it's that was going to be one of yours. You love quick that shit. Six song EP, but it's fucking amazing. Um, it, I don't, I don't know. It's just like all the songs are like, if like, if I'm depressed or like, I usually am not, but if I am, like if I'm ever like in a bad mood, just kind of like in the dumps, I'm like, all right, on and on and beyond EP. I'm going to sing with Mac Miller. I might shed a tear or two. And I'm like, I'm, but I'm going to be much happier at the end of this. Um, yeah, that's so, how it I goes mean, too. That's that's that that one was easy, and now it's a lot tougher because I wanted to go best day ever. <clears throat> um, but my next one is probably so. I, there are two that I like here. Um, and I really don't know which one to go with. It's really close. I'm gonna go with Good AM though. Ah, oh, you motherfucker! That was gonna be one of my next two. That's we only a good got pick. one more. While well, we're doing four. 
Yeah. Okay. We'll but, just keep it at four. Oh fuck, that's gonna um, be tough then, dude. Fuck. Yeah, good AM. That was that was where I was gonna go. Or that I mean that it's just good. Like I love Loud. Yeah. There's a bunch of good songs off of that fucking album. Um it I feel like it was hitting right. Like when we were in college, I remember listening to that. Um it was that, there's I, something I about that, that like album cover too when it pops up like yep. on the music or whatever and you see just yep. Mac's face like that you're like oh it's gonna be a banger like uh a hundred grand bang yeah love that song yeah um, damn that's a good pick all right Fuck, back to you in the that, studio with your last pick that makes my last pick a lot harder dude because I was gonna pick a little bit of a sleeper that I kind of just got put onto a few months ago. But also, like, you still got watching movies. Macadelic is still up there. Fucking circles. Yeah. Oh, man, this is tough. Watching movies with the sound off. All right. Fuck. I got to take circles, dude. I have to. That's just like swimming, too, essentially. Yeah. And it's just like great vibes. Like, the music is beautifully produced. Um, yeah, it the is. lyrics are like that slow, kind of just like Max, like in his bag. Like, he's, it felt like he was taking that next step into like the next part of his life um yeah i gotta go circles circles is right up there with swimming for me um i just like saved that one for last because i knew you weren't gonna take it yeah um the other one i was debating between was i love life thank you yeah which went to streaming this summer but like i dude i fucking love that mixtape um we were driving somewhere the other day and i was driving and i was like lex put like put something in the queue from i love life thank you appreciate you Appreciate She's you. Like, thank anything you. in particular? I'm like, nope. Anything was Whatever. that? Was She's I crazy. love life? Thank you. Is that like your uh, um honorable mention? Yeah, that like because it was you know that <sighs> best day ever. Those were the only two that I didn't get on my team that I really fuck with. Like I really really fuck with. Yeah, mine was gonna be Macadelic or uh, Delusional Thomas. Yeah, I knew Delusional Thomas was on your radar. Yeah, that was that's just and it's not even like obviously it doesn't sound like Mac because every song is like that pitched down like low like kind of like that ASAP Rocky kind of sound you know where he does that yep. voice effect where it's like oh that's the whole yep. mixtape except for one song is featuring Mac Miller so like you hear Mac's actual voice for like a verse and it's sick dude it's fucking awesome. The other one honorable mention is the his U E P from 2012. That's like five or six songs. It's got like a real jazzy vibe to it. It's it's fun. Have you heard the live from space? No, I haven't. I wonder what that is. Is that like different songs or is it just him performing a bunch of his songs live? Uh, I haven't seen oh, the yeah, live it's just from a bunch space. Of his, it's just a bunch of his songs live. But it's like all of his discography, like all stuff from Best Day Ever, watching right. movies, Macadelic. Oh, that's probably now sick. that I'm like looking at his discography, I'm like, I want to go back and see, look at some of these. Like, but my Mac ain't easy. Yeah. I want to go listen to that. Chuck English, Absol, Mac Miller, Easily. What's that? What about Pink Slime? That... Oh, this is a... Oh, Pink Slime was Pharrell and Mac. Dude. How have I never heard... There's an EP with Absol, Mac Miller, and Chuck English. Or is it just Absol and Mac Miller? I haven't, I haven't heard any of these songs. That's crazy. Action Bronson, Chance of Rappers on it. What the fuck? How have I never heard this? 
Yeah, I'm I gotta, have to, go, I'm back, I gotta go back that. and listen to this, but my Mackin' ain't easy. It's a mixtape from 07. Oh, 07. That's that's like fucking 10th grade Mac, dude. Yeah, dude. That is very old, bro. Alright, let's get the fuck out of here. Good draft. Yeah, that was a fun draft. I like that. We should do that more with uh, artists that we listen to similarly to Mac Miller. I don't think there's any of them that you yeah, and I honestly. both listen to. I mean, Cole would probably be the next Cole. one, but I feel like he doesn't yeah. have he doesn't have as many projects as Mac Miller does. Nah, we would pretty much go through every single one of his projects. Yeah, that's tough. Because it's well, what, we'll have Friday to think Night of Lights, the warm up, sideline story, sideline story, and then it's Born uh, Center for your Born eyes Center, only. Four Hills Drive. Four Hills Drive. Kod. KOD, the offseason. Offseason. That's eight, and that's all we do in a four-round draft. That'd be kind of fun to – I mean, it wouldn't leave us with any, like – Nah. There'd be no mentions honorable mentions. Like, there, we'd, have to take, we'd have to take it because it's what's left. Right. Oh, give me a new Cole album, dude. Give me a new Flatbush album. It's been five years Yo, since the last so Flatbush actually, album. actually – Boz is dropping two albums this year. He's dropping a solo album and he's dropping a collab album with somebody. I forget who. I could, I could get you, into you that. You gotta get on I, your Bozzy shit. Bozzy's I know, nice. I know, dude. I really do, and I like a bunch of his singles, but I have never gone through and like actually like gotten to learn his discography. Like, I've, I've if he yeah. drops an album, I'll listen to it, but I won't like. I don't go back to it and listen to it and like learn the songs and track list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. He has uh, like a little EP he put out this past year that's pretty good. He's got Admire Her on there, Bump. I think the London is he put on there, but that came out as a single beforehand. Bob, or not the, the London. London. I was going to no, say. The, the Jackie? Um, The Jackie, yeah. It's a good song. I listened to that at the gym today, actually. Yeah, not bad, not bad. You see the drop top, bitch, stop playing with me. All right, let's get the fuck out of here, you guys. Uh, You have a great weekend. Hug your loved ones. Make somebody you hate smile. Watch some football. Root for the Eagles. And then uh, come back here next week to, to figure out what the fuck happened. Get some more smooches. Smooches.